All right, y'all, who's up for a show today? I am barely up. I've been working out for two days in a row now that I'm back. And I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to fall over. I'm sore, but I'm not going to complain. Just going to let you know it feels it's a good kind of sore as we crank up another edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, there's some bizarre spikes in uh, brain infections in children. Uh, they can't figure it out. They, who's, who are they? The experts, all the ones that are, well, have gotten everything wrong about COVID and so many things over the last 100 years, and they can't figure it out. Well, why do we keep going to them then? That's a question. Well, I've stopped. Maybe you have too. Patty Myers is going to join us. Uh, she's got her uh, documentary film out, makingakillingdoc.com. We'll talk about that. She lost her husband to the hospital protocols. because unfortunately, too many people were lost that way. Uh, Bobby Kennedy running for president. What's the story on a major network interview? Overt admitted censorship. Oh, but they call it uh, elimination of misinformation. Wow. We got that coming up. We got Questions of the day we couldn't get to yesterday. Comments of the day as well. I hope you're out there gardening, or if you're not doing it now, after the show, get out there and garden. All right, folks, let's get this healing party started right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty, The Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, I'm taking a deep breath, not only because, uh, well, it's springtime and I love the smells of springtime, unlike when I was a child and so congested that I would run and hide from springtime. Uh, also, uh, heading back from the last trip to Nashville, thanks to Dr. Terry and Stu Warner for putting on an amazing event. We had a great time. Uh, I look at May and it's like, I don't have to go anywhere. I, I don't want to jinx it by saying that. Not until the advanced medicine conference later in the month, sort of a Memorial Day. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, maybe some other little things here and there. Who knows what happens now that I've said it. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, there's so many projects that I can do. In fact, I had to reinstall the light bulb on my my wife's, uh, you know, I don't want her out there going, yeah, I'm going to pull you over because you're a taillight or your your turn signal, your brake light's out. And so I, I did it yesterday, but apparently it unseated itself. It, it, it gave me a signal again. It's like I had to re, but it was simple this time because now I knew all of the, the things that had to, to be done. But, that, but isn't that the, the way life goes too? You try a new project, you learn from somebody else doing it, you get it done, you're successful. And then a day later, it's like, well, did I do that or did it blow out? Is it a bad wire? And you go back in and go, oh, this is the problem because you paid attention it makes sense. You could follow some sort of logical progression and then you make a correction. So I seated the bulb in just properly and it's in, it's off and she's on her way and it's great. But why isn't it that the medical community can't make sense of things link cause and effect to things that naturopaths and homeopaths and herbalists and energy healers for hundreds, if not thousands of years have figured out. Why is it that the learned class the MDTs, those with medical degrees, can't seem to figure out cause and effect links. Why do I bring this up? Why am I picking on doctors? Well, I'm not picking on them. I'm just pointing out something so significant and important. Exclusive spike in rare brain infections in kids raises more questions than answers. That's the headline from The Defender written by a PhD, Brenda Belletti. 
The number of rare life-threatening brain abscesses in children more than tripled in Southern Nevada in 2022. And hospitals in other parts of the country are also reported, also reported unusual spikes. Two doctors interviewed by the Fender explained how the timing suggests COVID-19 vaccines could be a factor. Now, I'm not picking on these two physicians who are actually thinking clearly and attempting to put causal links to unusual things that have not been in an environment of children prior to this, externally or internally in terms of injection. And this is why, you know, I, I bring up, not that I'm trying, for those of you who say, well, Robert, you know, changing a light bulb on your brake lights, not the same as uh, determining what's causing a, a rare brain infection, a rare brain infection spike in children. I get that. I, I, I'm not arguing that it's not maybe a little bit more complicated, but on one level, it's not. And what is that level? That, that is an observational level. You begin to assess the environment, the terrain, milieu, whatever. What is different? Tell me what is different in the time of the past and the time of the present. Can we pick anything out, however weird, remote, or un what we don't want to see, unsightly? And of course, the thing that they cannot see, it's because they are paid not to see it. And those doctors who dare see it, of course, are left to defend their licenses if they can keep them, much less their professional status as physicians for pointing out what we should call obvious. The primary thing that they've introduced to children that wasn't in children before are these COVID experimental injections. Rare brain infection. Now, now you go to the next level and you go, wait, is that plausible, Robert, really? Well, let's see the side effect picture of COVID jabs. And aren't there numerous cases? That's an understatement. In adults, yes. And in Young adults, yes, and even more so in teens and children, they get this, of brain disorders, brain, uh, uh, brain, well, I say brain disorders, but clotting disorders, blood disorders of all kinds, bleeding disorders, of course, subsequent manifestations of all kinds of immune deficiency uh, scenarios like infections, even cancer. And you begin to check every box and go, yep, all of that's in, on the increase, all of that, check, 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 all of that, check, check, check. But of course, if you say it's the VAERS system that's telling us that, they'll say the VAERS system isn't there to prove cause and effect relationships. We've, we've acknowledged that. I, I don't think that's a controversy to say it, but when you have a history of the entirety of the VAERS uh, database system, going back before COVID jabs, and you say, well, how many times uh, did we see uh, these kind of strange brain abnormalities in children prior to the COVID jabs? And you get a staggeringly low number. Let me see if I can find it here in this article. A long article, very good article. Jim Thorpe, who was with me at the uh, event in Nashville, uh, was also interviewed for this. Let's see. Comparing the numbers of brain abscesses reported for COVID-19 jabs to all of those reported for all vaccines in the entire VARES database since 1990. All right. Okay. If he could figure this out, if you can do a search and figure these numbers out, and you find out that in the entirety of the history of the VARES reporting system prior to COVID jabs, there were only 13 abscesses reported, brain abscesses reported for all, all. I'm trying, you know, I want to yell and scream at the microphone now. Not that the microphone did anything bad, but, you know, I want to elevate. I, I, I think Super Don was concerned with me before we went to air today because he was like, are you okay? 
Are you okay? I was like, my energy feels a little bit low. Um, not because I'm low energy per se. I, I acknowledge, yes, the trip. I was away for five days, took a lot out. It, you put a lot into it and you come back. And in this case, thank goodness, I'm not quote unquote sick in any way. I've, I've worn myself out at previous shows over the years. And I know what that difference is. But I took that extra day, if you will, to, to, to take time to come back a little slower. And yes, uh, you could still feel tired from all the, you know, the, what you put out there. But I was, uh, you know, going right back into the gym yesterday morning and this morning, and I'm feeling that kind of tired where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of relaxed. I'm kind of chill, which is kind of the opposite of what I should be talking about this outrageous story about COVID jabs and abscesses in children, these strange brain uh, infections occurring in children. Spike, we can't figure out why. More questions than we have answers. And so I tie it back into common sense, yes. Observation, yes. Cause and effect links, yes. Even if you don't have a definitive answer, you begin to eliminate by process of elimination what has been there all along. You wouldn't expect something that's been there all along to suddenly result in a spike in these brain abscesses. So what is new? And if you guys and gals can come out with something else that's new in those areas, I'd be happy to entertain that as a possibility. But the same dunderheaded doctors who are paid not to see any vaccine injury are not seeing the vaccine injuries here with children. And I want to give props once again to the Health Independence Alliance for producing an incredible documentary called Utah Safe and Effective. And if you go to utahsafeandeffective.org, you can share it, watch it for free. Heavily vetted, heavily uh, referenced everything that you see in that uh, documentary film. On the website, utahsafeandeffective.org, you can actually go right to the links to see the original information, peer-reviewed articles, et cetera, to validate it. So if you have a doctor that's on the fence that needs something that has some validation for them, check it out. If they don't want to see it, nothing you can do can help them. Massive uptick in a bizarre thing that was so rare that it only happened 13 times in the entirety of the reporting system of VAERS since 1990. And now, how many are occurring? Dr. Taryn Bragg told CNN, in my 20 years experience, I've never seen anything like it. Just to give you perspective, is this like a, sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down? No, 20 years of experience, never seen anything like it. And he's the only pediatric neurosurgeon in Nevada, and he first noticed the spike. After March of 2022, there was a huge increase in brain abscesses. I was seeing large numbers of cases, and that's unusual. And the similarities in terms of the presentation of cases was striking. So, uh, Super Don, if you don't mind opening the microphone, I always like your uh, critical thinking skills here to say, you know, Robert, you're going off the rocker, you're off the rails here, thinking that it has anything to do with the COVID jab. And I'm just like, all right, Super D, tell me, is there something else that's happened that they've been given to children that is new? Are they giving kids Ozempic? <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Look, the, look, the correlation is there. Yeah. You know, and, and of course, what, what's going to happen is, uh, you know, uh, Sanjay Gupta or somebody's going to hit you over the head with the correlation is not causation stick. I, you know, they need uh, to be beaten to a but pulp, and I'm, I'm not last, like last time it. I last time I checked, correlation is yeah. is is something that science believes in. It's the starting. It's point. significant. Keep going. Correlation Keep going. usually then leads to, uh, can we can we figure out if there's causation, uh. You know, 
So it, it seems to me correlation is not a bad thing, but they try and make it a bad thing. It's like, yeah. oh, that's just, it's the starting it's just point. coincidence. It's the starting point to begin to determine causal relationships. Is there's enough there that it really needs to be looked at. They'll tell you we already looked at it and, and there's nothing there. Yeah. I, I just, like I said, I, I'm trying to be reasonable about it. It's this. an epidemic of brain abscesses. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, isn't that normal? Isn't yeah. That, epidemic of brain abscesses. Somebody sneezed on somebody and gave them brain abscess. I mean, come on. It's, it, it, if nothing else, let's look into it mm-hmm. and let's maybe have somebody look into it other than Pfizer. You know, let's, let's not have the, the, the vaccine companies look into it. Yeah. How about somebody independent? You know, why, why can't we do that? Why we can't get somebody independent? And you know what they tell you when you ask them that? They can't. They can't find anybody independent. Yeah. They can't find anybody independent. So kudos to these docs that are referencing this, Jim Thorpe and others that are actually reporting on it. Listen, the CDC reported that in 2022, there were 18 cases of intracranial abscesses in Clark County, Nevada, alone up from an average of four cases per year uh, from 2015 to 2021. Um, 18 cases. Remember, there were only 13 cases since 1990 reported to the uh, VAERS system that might be related, might be related to the vaccine or va- vaccines prior to COVID jabs. And here we got to ask the question, are these kids also jabbed? Now, I don't have the definitive answer, but I'm saying, all right, come up with some other plausible explanation that says this is why this is happening. Is there something in the water at that hospital? I'm open to possibilities, unlike these dunderheaded doctors who refuse to acknowledge that it could be, maybe even likely, again, these jabs given to children. And, and of course, we would utilize homeopathic medicine. When you have an abscess, I always think of hypersulfur calcarium, even if the abscess is not, you know, coming, protruding through the skin, which it's not likely in, in the sense of a, a brain abscess. But these are the remedies that I would immediately want to go to. Uh, of course, f- saturate their tissues with silver, uh, help with uh, strengthening the, the connective tissue. You know, we go with copper, silica, different things like that. Um, so many things that might be able to be done. I don't know, but they're probably going to put them on uh, massive doses of IV antibiotics. And and I get the desire to save their lives. And I hope and pray that that's their desire. In a crisis scenario, yeah. Yeah. maybe that's, you know, that's what, what they do. But, you know, if yeah. it's not a crisis, then there should be other options. And, and let's find out what the heck is causing it. Yeah. And not just dismiss things outright without looking into them first. Mm-hmm. I mean, the CDC wants to say this is normal, right? But the doctor... <laughs> We're diagnosing it better. That's what they yeah. would say, right? Yeah. It, it, you just read this thing. We just didn't notice it as much before. Yeah. Anything that you can do to not see the relationship of injections to, 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 to poor outcomes, to say that, you know, mildly, poor outcomes. So uh, I guess we can move on from there. I, I just, uh, to talk about the, as I said, my energy levels, super done. I, I would be in the past yelling and screaming over this thing. Oh yeah. And I'm just, well, I first noticed it yesterday Yeah. when I, I, I actually had some guilt. Yeah. Yesterday. The opening for, yesterday. I don't know why you talking. feel guilty about that. <laughs> because you're just kind of like, okay, well. It was the artificial uh, intelligence thing, right? Let's move on from there. Yeah. I was trying, I was trying to get you, you know, I was trying to do the thing that I do, right? You know, you were trying to instigate. I was trying you. to poke the hornet's nest with the stick and it just, look, I, I also, butterflies came out instead. I, don't I know. took it, was, it out on my trainers. I took it out on the heavy <laughs> bag. I was kicking and hitting and punching and just like, 
But yes, I feel it on the inside, Super Don. It's just not coming to the outside today. All right. Let's hopefully I'll, you can I'll keep the intellectual outrage. How's that? Uh, intellectual outrage? Does that work? That's, that's boring. That's boring. <laughs> well, let's... I'll uh, keep working on you. I'll keep okay. working on you. Thank you. Well, there's another documentary, and we've had um, our guests coming up right now, Patty Myers, on before to talk about this, but it, it seems like it's actually ready. And uh, there's it, too many people that have died unnecessarily needlessly based on hospital protocols, you know, oh, from, yeah. from Scott Shera and his daughter, Grace, to many others we featured here on the show and many more we can't possibly feature. Uh, my, my friend Richard Pearl lost his life to hospital protocols. Uh, and it's just one sad tragedy after another. Um, but thankfully, uh, some of those folks are not letting those deaths be in vain, including Patty Myers. New documentary, Making a Killing, makingakillingdoc.com. Welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show, Patty Myers. Patty, I'm happy to see you here. Obviously, we know it's not the greatest of circumstance that brought you to this, but you are not letting your husband's death be in vain. That's for sure. No. So we finished the first film last November, mm -hmm. and we're coming up to, to the second film, which is entitled Money and Manipulation. So we really want to show the corruption that's going on and not just COVID, mm -hmm. but protocols, all protocols. So we plan to do many more episodes to come. We're already working on film three about cancer. Dude, how deep does the rabbit hole go when it comes to allopathic medicine? When I say the most dangerous thing you can have in America, Patty, is really good medical yes. insurance. You, you understand what I'm saying, don't you? Yes. It's so and, true. And I, I shared that graphic you had at a conference and boy, I got a bunch of people saying that is actually true because yeah. it's, it's all about the money The the more you dig, it's always ends up with the money. Mm -hmm. so. it, it's just incredible. The, uh, not only about the monetary, you know, benefits to monopoly, of course, that we know, um, if, if indeed, Let's say any industry had the track record of modern medicine, they would be out of business. They would be sued to oblivion through the amount of medical mistakes and much less the things that you did on purpose that were not mistakes and it killed you anyway. Um, you know, they I bring up well, historically, if you remember the Firestone tire controversy, these, these tires would just blow up and there was a big recall and lawsuits galore. Here you have on, a, on average three quarters of a million deaths a year caused by modern medicine and all of its trappings approved by the FDA, et cetera, hospital things, mistakes and, and incorrect things. And, and not a, not a blip out of Congress in the Senate, not a blip at any state level going, Hey, we got this thing here happening caused by the most uh, regulated and approved form of, of, of any industry in this case, modern medicine. And, and yet, like I said, people just, well, shrug and move on. You're not shrugging and move on because you lost your husband to it. No, and in fact, I'm in Florida, and it's the opposite. They're, they're, our governor and uh, different legislators are ensuring to protect all these doctors, and it just really ticks me off. I mean, not only incentives are given to them, but they're continuing to pass laws to protect them from any malpractice. Mm-hmm. And in fact, recently, one of my friends is an acupuncture doctor, and they just are passing a law to say that they can't call themselves doctors. And the next step, what they can't 
prescribed any natural medicines. So this is where it's going. They're going to just start chipping away at everybody except for the doctors, whatever yeah. that means. Yeah, and that's DeSantis, right? And we like a yes. lot of what DeSantis has done, but he's still, mm -hmm. uh, uh, let's say, a captured entity, if you can call him that, to modern medicine and the money that it brings. It's money. And that's why I said in, you know, I said and we said in, in the Utah uh, Safe and Effective documentary, this is a nonpartisan and bipartisan issue. Uh, we showed evidence of both Trump and DeSantis, as well as uh, Democrats like uh, Biden and others, all in on pharma, all in on big pharma. And this is an amazing, amazing uh, thing to witness that uh, it's taken horrible tragedies, deaths, to finally wake folks up to see uh, what I and others have been seeing and warning everybody about for a long, long time. And it's like that in life, though, Patty. We must have, apparently, very severe circumstances to wake us from a slumber or to shake us from, even if we don't like where we are, we're like, well, it's more comfortable to stay here than to go into the unknown that I might have to actually take responsibility for my health and not look to medical saviors to, to, to save me at the last moment because they said, you know, it didn't matter what I ate didn't matter how I lived. I'll just, just take this drug. I'll have a surgical thing. We'll replace your kidney. We'll replace your liver as if we have, you know, replaceable body parts as such. And I, and I get their advances in medicine. I'm not disputing that, but the need for those advancements are largely due to ignorance of the population and how to care for ourselves outside of uh, trauma situations or warfare type medicine, which is where uh, allopathic medicine is appropriate and it shines. Well, I don't know where, you know, where you live, Robert, but uh, left and right, it's it's like Walgreens coming up, left and right. These urgent cares, these, I feel like my husband's, I don't want my husband's name on the building, but there are so many medical facilities popping up like, like candy around here. Mm -hmm. And because they made gazillion billion dollars during just this short period of time. And so I'm thinking to myself, are there that many sick people that need these uh, million dollar uh, urgent cares or, or clinics or whatever they are. I mean, that's, that's a whole thing in and of itself, you know? Um, but film two, we're really trying to show the corruption, show the tactics that they've, they had to create to make this work for them. Cause in some instances it, it worked to some degree, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but and it's not just covid it's 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 all all this narrative and this fear tactic and all these things that they're trying to promote to to have their agenda work you know mm -hmm. um, so so if we look to solutions for lack of a better way to say that uh I'm, i don't know about your next phase documentaries that you're working on here that we have again the link up to patty's uh work there is called making a killing doc.com and you can see the documentary there's a trailer in fact we'll play the trailer in just a little bit just to give you a sense of it um, but do you proffer some options some solutions or is it just focusing Absolutely. on here are the here are the problems which many people are becoming very acutely aware of yeah. or chronically aware of i should say uh, yeah. but kind of i say deregulate decentralize allow for freedom allow for innovation things that neither Republicans nor Democrats at large are really focusing on other than a little bit more freedom within the monopoly, within the medical monopoly, which is still not freedom. Mm 
it's not. And I mean, that's what we want to do is, is ask some hard questions in there. We've talked to mayors and sheriffs and uh, many of our, uh, we have whistleblower nurses that you have not seen before. And some of the things they're sharing about vaccines and treatment of patients is shocking. Um, but what are, what are we going to do? How are we going to help ourselves? So we have some of that too. Yeah. Because every every episode, I want to have tangible things that people can do to to learn. Because first, it's learning. Wake mm-hmm. up is is first, and then what are we going to do about this? So, yeah. obviously, don't go to the hospital, and you know, just like you said earlier, eat well, take take the right, don't take the medicines. I yeah. mean. Well, think about what you mentioned, a uh, dock in the box on every corner, a Walgreens, uh, whatever the Rite Aids, whatever they are now, the, the, the drug stores. Tell me, have you ever been in one of those things? Have you seen anything that you can buy in there that's actually healthy, that actually supports health? That's so true. I, I just, you know, I asked the question, even at a dock in the box where you're going for an urgent care center, what can they give you other than a toxic poison Maybe appropriately to suppress something that's going to kill you in a second. But again, you know, that's that's questionable in, in many cases. Uh, what is it that you're doing that our entire, uh, let's say, Western mindset and those of you here in the United States of America is focused solely on drug suppression therapy, triage appropriately in a, in a true urgent situation of, uh, you know, a broken bone or body part. Uh, versus all the chronic lifestyle diseases that are then treated similarly with toxic poisons to suppress one symptom to give you 10 others. Is this, you know, is this healthcare? Even as the Republicans gay, well, we want more freedom for the doctors. Well, what about all of the doctors? You say, what about the homeopaths and the naturopaths and the herbalists, et cetera, the chiropractors as well, to do more of primary care, uh, you know, interface outside of emergency trauma, but even in those emergency trauma centers, they could all benefit by using Arnica and silver, you know, minimizing the use for even the drugs that they're used to in those trauma emergency situations. And that's what we talk in the film a little bit about vitamin D3 and different vitamins that are helpful to foundational healing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think the more we can give people information about this, because People are nervous. Like if they're just in the medical, give me a pill and that's going to help me, you know, give me a Z pack quick and let me be done with this flu or whatever. Yeah. Uh, People are nervous to, to go other avenues, but I think the more we can show them that it's actually cheaper, easier to get. And obviously foundationally so much better, so much better for us, for our bodies. I talked to my friend Tracy Strout, naturopath, uh, yesterday, just checking up with her. I was, I was wishing she was with us in Nashville and Judy uh, Mikevitz and others. And, you know, we were both commiserating a bit on um, even the good doctors. I say it this way, that some have indeed woken up to the disaster that it is their profession and they're trying to do better. And, I, and I'm not taking away anything from them for those that are doing that. But still, they have a mental handicap. Doctors have a mental handicap. Everything must be looked at as a drug deficiency. And you're like, wait, but Robert, these, these doctors are waking up. They don't believe in the COVID jabs anymore. And a lot of them don't even believe in any of the vaccines anymore because they know they've been lied to. Great. I'm with you. That's wonderful. But when it comes to responding to ailments, illnesses, uh, infections, even 
symptoms of any kind, emotional or otherwise, they still have a mental handicap or deficit that drives them back into pharmaceutical drugs. Case in point, LDN, low-dose naltrexone. Okay, it's low-dose. Granted, it's going to be not as dangerous as taking a high-dose, but it's still allopathic medicine light, much like vitamin C, which is uh, you know synthetic, often derived from GMO corn around the world. Yes, it arguably can do things, vitamin C therapy as opposed to chemotherapy. It's a step in the right direction, but it's still relying on pharmaceutical products. I'm like, how is it that we survived as a species for millennia without that? And now suddenly that we have it, we say we're, we're so much better off, yet only you know doctors like Paul Thomas, physicians and, and scientists like Brian Hooker and others, Neil Miller puts this out in the, in the books, talk about the outcome of relying on these interventions that are supposed to prevent disease yet create 10 others chronic yes not necessarily acute in the same sense but never is there consideration to the acute manifestations of childhood infection being a developmental strengthening as opposed to a disability or destructive uh, mechanism that's attempting to kill the baby or child etc what we see here are these these shots these injections these interventions are resulting in the deaths, the killings. And as we talked about in the opening of the show today, these strange uh, brain uh, inflammation and or abscesses that they can't seem to figure out. Hmm, I wonder what it is. Yeah. And I am not a doctor. I always say this. I'm not a nurse. I'm not in the medical field, but that doesn't take much to figure that out. And that, that is science. You know, Mm -hmm. they do all this science. That is science looking at the data. The da- you just said it in that article. I mean, it doesn't take much to figure that out. But you haven't been handicapped by a medical degree, which is why you can still think clearly and see clearly. You and, have a good point. Yeah. Ask questions. So it's a it's a mass deprogramming from the cult of medicine, is what we're talking about here. It's a cult. It's a death cult. Even if you mean well, until you begin to repent and do better you're contributing to the deaths of people that come to you for help and you don't even mean to you don't even know you're doing it many of you but many of you now know your training has led to this and now the mass awakening individually of course you add up the individuals it becomes massive but the idea here is now that you know better can you do better should you go to trinity school of natural health i would highly recommend it doctors and nurses you want to get a good education on body mind and spirit where we're not talking about poison and toxin interventions, much less injecting people and surgically altering them because they've worn out their body parts due to a wrong lifestyle, et cetera. Uh, there are things we can do. Again, I'm excited about your docu-series and uh, on so many that are coming out. Once again, tr- check out makingakillingdoc.com to learn about what Patty is doing. And I'm sure you've got an incredible team. This is not easy to do what you're doing. I just said that to someone today. I, I sometimes I feel the weight of this quite a bit and it's, it's not easy to do. Um, you know, as I stand, there's all kinds of comments, uh, a lot of them encouraging, but mm-hmm. it's hard to kind of relive and we don't want to just do documentary about sob stories. So this one will be different than the original one. Um, we really want to share some stories always, but it's really about asking the hard questions and what can we do to change? Yeah. One of the, one of the doctors shared with the nurse, um, basically she was asking for different vitamins and he said, that's not lucrative. So it, it, it does. I think, I think you have a point about their, um, what'd you just say? The, they're, they're not, 
Well, their programming, their mentally handicapped. Yeah. yeah, I think that's so true. But I also still think it's it's also about money hugely. They just think mm -hmm. that's not going to make them enough money, right? Mm -hmm. So, and that's just sad. That's ignorant and sad. Well, how many of them are willing to turn a blind eye to the death of children so that they continue making money? That's what I'm saying. What, oh. How do you spend that ultimately? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's astonishing. It's stunning. Yeah. Well, let's... Um, yeah. Super Don, if you have the uh, documentary uh, trailer um, booted up and ready to go, let's uh, give a give a look to uh, Making a Killing documentary, Making Killing. And this is Patty Myers and crew putting this out there. Take a look right now. Over the last few years, the world has gotten crazier and crazier. There's so much darkness and corruption in all areas of our society, but specifically in the healthcare system. The people in charge want to make it seem like they're some sort of heroes leading us to a better future, when in reality they are getting rich and people are dying. But they're trying to control the narrative. So they are working around the clock to convince you that they are the good guys. But enough is enough. The tables are turning. The tide is changing and we will no longer listen to their lies. Our society is broken. Our government is broken and our healthcare system is broken. We can no longer trust our hospitals. My husband Tony was killed because of hospital protocols that put the dollar before the person. In 2021, I decided to make a film to tell our story and unmask the truth behind the deadly hospital protocols. But the thing is, is my husband isn't the only victim. People have reached out to me with story after story about how the healthcare system has failed them. So I want to continue to uncover the truth. It might seem like a hopeless fight, but I believe now more than ever, it's time to stand. I don't know where this road will take me. I don't know if they will listen. I don't know if this will lead to change, but I have to try. Mm. God bless you, Patty, for trying, but not only trying, but doing. And this is a Yoda-ism, you know, do or do not, there is no try. <clears throat> you are doing. Uh, the question is, can we reach those that uh, uh, are reachable? And I think that, you know, these documentary films are important uh, part of that reaching, reaching. Sometimes it takes the media, uh, multimedia ways to, to reach folks. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I'm being a butthead about this as, a, as I talk very candidly about my perspective on uh, the medical training since the Flexner Report of 1910, leading us into this disaster and not being impressed because somebody says they're a doctor. And and also when people call me a doctor as, as a homeopath, uh, I'm reluctant to embrace the term simply because it's been so butchered, bastardized by the medical doctors of today who are the third leading cause of death. A doctor, a physician, is a teacher, is a healer. It's not what doctors have become. With exceptions, and those doctors who are listening to this and watching this and going, yeah, Robert, you're right. I'm not talking about you. You know, you've seen, you've witnessed, you've survived it, and you've overcome it. But if you're offended by this, then maybe you should look in the mirror and say, ooh, maybe there's some truth and it's harsh, but I need to wake up and grow up and grow beyond it so that I can actually help people the way I felt I wanted to when I went into medicine. Just saying. And, uh, you know, so I'm not condemning anybody or everybody. I'm just asking that, you know, when you recognize what we've recognized, that you truly repent and now chart a different course from this moment forward. And be humble. That's what I say a lot. Just humble yourselves. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Patty. 
So uh, have you had some more folks come on to support you in your efforts here with your documentary? Yes. I mean, I, um, I've been through a lot of different tours, like the reawakened tour was a big one. I'm doing that one again in Miami next mm -hmm. week. Um, but a lot of nurses, that's why it's heavy nurses on episode two. I've had so many nurses begging me 20 plus years in there and saying, I need to tell you what's going on and not COVID mm -hmm. just protocols, just, you know, um, so we just have to keep telling the stories and, the more I'm out there, the more people are asking me to share yeah. and, 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 and tell more. So that's what we're going to do as long as we can mm -hmm. and just give people information so that they can make better decisions before they're sick yes. and keep them healthy. Exactly. I, I mean, I feel like I sometimes, and Super Don, open your mic as well, because you know, he and I have been together a long time doing this. And, you know, one of the comments before we opened the show today was like, aren't you tired of all these dunderheads that just don't get it or won't get it? And yet so many people are now like we're not alone. And that's that was your message to me, Super D. It's like you feel like we're not alone anymore. Well, I just I reflect back on when I first got introduced to this mm -hmm. working with you. Because it was, you know, for those of you who don't know the story, I, I just, I wanted to be in radio and I got lucky and I got a job at a radio network that had all these different shows. And, and there was this weekend show, this Robert Scott Bell guy I'd never heard of before, had this show once a week, you know, talk about health. And I was kind of into health stuff. I used to be a kind of a gym rat, you know, and, and taking supplements and stuff like that. And so I started working with Robert and he started talking about all this stuff about vaccines and drugs and the FDA and corruption and collusion and stuff and i was like wow look at all this stuff that's going on and back then you know it, it was like we would have these guests on the show and there are people i'd never heard of ever in my life none of these people i didn't know any of these people and i was kind of in the nutrition and health stuff and everything but i'd never heard of any of these people and so i think about that and then i think about how things have evolved and changed to now 18 years later yeah and it's like we are in a huge club now. I mean, it's just like the numbers have just exploded. There's celebrities and athletes and, and and Congress people and all this stuff and people that are all part of the movement now. And 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 you know the thing is, is it's funny that had the government just left everybody alone, mm -hmm. it'd probably still be that little group of people. You know, that were eating granola and hugging trees and stuff. You know, so yeah, that's that's really what it was. And now it's enormous. It's huge. And they did it to themselves. It backfired on them. They tried well, I to. Think, I think people, people are tired of being sick and tired. Yeah, That's what I hear. Well, and a lot of people got their eyes opened, too, especially right. over the last three years. The last three years was like the government could not have done us a bigger favor than than doing what they did by trying to force people to take uh, vaccines by forcing people to stay home forcing people to make masks and then censoring everybody to death they, you know it just completely blew up in their face and now a lot of people have seen and learned about things they never would have seen or learned about had it not been for that censorship and and that that oppression it really it, it worked in in everybody's favor it is quite quite profound what we're witnessing. Uh, I was just talking with Jonathan Emord uh, today, briefly before the show, and you know he's running for the United States Senate and in Virginia. And you know, should he win, and I believe he will, he 
unlike anybody else in Congress or the Senate, including the good folks that we do like, you know, more by, by and large because they're more freedom oriented, they don't know the depths to which our oligarchy has violated the separation of powers. Our Congress has abdicated its authority to write and make laws to this unelected bureaucracy, FDA, FTC. They just basically, you're guilty until proven innocent and good luck getting innocent. You get 100% conviction when you go to the FTC, often the FDA for the most part, unless Jonathan Emor is protecting you. And he's like, no, we dismantle all of that. We don't even have to disband them, even though they shouldn't exist, but there are ways to counteract that immediately. And uh, I, I just, I start breathing. I'm like, oh my gosh, freedom? Freedom of speech? Once again, can you imagine what happens? The innovation, the you know, the welcoming of all these new ideas, not suppressed because of uh, moneyed interest, uh, you know, protecting monopolies. I know I'm asking for a lot, but hey, I'm here too. I can ask for a lot, and I can demand a lot, and I can work for it too, as can you all. And Patty Myers is doing her part, putting these documentaries together. You know, unfortunately, you lost your husband. We acknowledge that, and others have lost loved ones and friends, and we can't get them back in the same way we'd like to but we can certainly make their deaths mean more than what they mean just to us by doing what you're doing. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. We're excited to share episode two and, and share some more information so we can help more people wake up and mm -hmm. help themselves. Yes. So. Patty Myers, uh, making a killing doc.com. Everybody go there, sign up, watch the film. That's already out. Check out the trailer again, share it. And as soon as, uh, next one's available, you'll let us know. We'll get you back on again. Yeah. Premiere is May 20th, May 20th coming up yes. this month. Look right. at the website and, and we'll be having all the cities on there. Oh, fantastic. Hopefully I could be at one of those cities. Yeah. All right, Patty, God bless you. Thank you for all Thank that you're doing. And thanks for being on, on the show today and good luck uh, as well in, uh, uh, Miami, right? You'll be at that uh, reawaken tour. Yeah, I'm gonna go next week. Yep. Okay, good. And uh, all y'all that are going, just um, blessings and love and spirit and light and all of that. Just bring it with you. Miami yep. can use it. <laughs> yep, exactly. Thank you. All right, Patty. Thanks so much. Oh my gosh. Again, I'm you know saddened at the same time encouraged. You know, saddened by the you know continually having to acknowledge the loss of life, but that's part of the life. You know, circle of life. <laughs> you want to go Disney on it. Uh, but unnecessarily, do we need to continue with those kind of deaths or can we, can we do better? I think we can. And uh, I'll, I'll continue doing my part. Y'all continue doing yours. Shout out to uh, Murdoch in the audience. Now I see making some comments there. He's always bringing it when he's uh, around. He says, uh, <laughs> he asked Super Don, he asked ChatGPT if, if it knew that the Robert Scott Bell show even existed. So apparently we're not such a, a well-kept secret, but Super Don, I think you made sure of that too, because your interaction with that. Well, now to, to, to be accurate, yeah, to be accurate, he uh, was using a different AI, oh, okay, which I'd never heard of before. I went and checked it out and it, yeah, it has never heard of the Robert Scott Bell show. Okay. Chat GPT, on the other hand, knows all That's about the thought, Robert right, Scott yeah. Bell show. So there's yeah. new AIs that don't know. It's not, not like I'm invested in AI learning about us, but it'd be nice if, <laughs> if real humans learned about us. You know us. what? I was going to make sure that they knew. Yeah. Like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Did you, um, did, did I send you that picture of, um, uh, the singing picture of John Hewlett and me and my buddy Seth from Natural Immunogenics? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you did actually. And I, I think it's interesting. Where did you get this picture from? Uh, well, somebody posted it to Facebook. Yeah. 
So this is um, it, it, it. Somebody has done some type of really cool uh, effect on this picture because this is not a photo. If you really look closely, it is a photo. It's not a they, photo. They've put like a watercolor kind of painting effect on it. It looks really cool. But yeah. I mean, I mean, look at it here. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I see. Yeah, there must have been an after effect like that. Yeah, okay. like a filter of some sort. It, it, it's it's like a painting. It's really cool looking, but. So so, what's the deal here? So this is interesting. I uh, was I'm not used to this, but uh, the Warners gave me a, a suite. I got a nice big suite, like kind of a luxury suite in the hotel, because I was emceeing the event, and they really wanted to care for me, make sure I got some good rest. Not that I got long rest, because everybody wanted to stay up late every night and hang out. So was everybody like, was hanging out in your room because you had the big suite. Right. Yes. Yeah. So um, there you have John Hewlett from Cardio Miracle. There's me. There is Seth Quinto from Natural Immunogenics, Argentin 23 and Sovereign Silver and all that. And his new uh, dental assistant friend, Jen. Man, Seth is heart. like into that song. Oh, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, we were just singing. And, and I can tell you with no, uh, uh, let's say hesitation that John Hewlett has an amazing voice and he can even hit the high notes. Oh. I'm like, I, the big guy like that can hit the high notes. He was singing on stage when he was doing his presentation. It was fun. They did a, a, a karaoke version of uh, Lee Greenwood, right? Uh, God bless the USA. Oh, yeah. And it was fun because it's like normally you're at these medical conferences, one lecture after another after another, and John gets up and starts singing. I'm like, everybody's standing up and singing and swaying. It's like, that's the kind of stuff you need to, at these events. You need a little nice. bit of music. So what were you singing here in this picture? I don't even remember, honestly. We were playing some Bob Marley at one time. I don't think this is the Marley song. Uh, but there were some old, I think some some fun songs from the 60s, because I know John Hewlett's really good at that. There's great stories of him being the lead singer for the Turtles many years ago. Uh, but we'll have to uh, cover that another time. But uh, dude can sing. And uh, it was a lot of, lot of fun. And Well, rumor has it you can sing, too. I can only sing Neil Diamond, not anything else. You know that. No, no, no. I have, I have it on, on good authority. What? That uh, you at one time were a big, uh, really well at singing the Beatles songs. I was not. You I were. You... I, I have photographic evidence of that. I don't recall that. I do. That's not me. <laughs> oh, jeez. You didn't. You Say took what? that horrible. Told you. Cartoon there it is. Picture. Cannot <laughs> deny it. There you are with the Fab Four. It used to be the Fab Five. I don't know what happened. Why they kicked you out? Because they're obviously poking fun at you there. Look at that face. That's why they kicked me out. You can't have yeah. a cartoon character in there, even though it was before. I think Yellow Submarine. But uh, anyway, that's very funny, Super Don. Thanks a lot, buddy. What did I do to deserve that? <laughs> All right. Thanks to Patty Myers. We got a comment of the day. I think we could go to uh, if you don't mind, Super D. Do we have a comment of the day theme song? I don't, I don't know been a while oh. since we've done the comment of the day yeah but it's um, here somewhere yeah let me dig up the comment of the day itself mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna go grab the comment of the day intro and it goes a little something like this ah there it is from lori rsb you were talking about new weight loss drugs i was re recently asked about what i thought about someone taking ozempic for weight loss as they knew somebody that was put on it, not for diabetes, but for weight loss, and they lost a lot of weight. I'm a traditional naturopath, so I discouraged them from following their friend's example and told them that it will probably rebound on that person as it is a medication that affects your processing of insulin. And once you go off of it, 
can cause your body to have a difficult time with insulin, et cetera. Scary stuff. Lori, you are so right. And to uh, go deeper into that rightness of Lori, we've got a few stories in a row here to wrap up hour one. But hey, honey, thank you for my tea. She's always doing that. Thank you so much. Uh, we have an incredible array of stories related to Ozempic, particularly. Can't but, just get, can't get away from it. It's no. such a, a thing in the news right now. And and there's another drug called Wigovi mm-hmm. and, and all those crazy vivid dreams. Is there a connection? I hadn't heard about this. Remember, we've talked about the hallucinations associated with uh, uh, what was the uh, flu uh, thing? Flu, uh, Tammy flu, Tammy flu, right? That yep. kind of thing. So the, many of these medicines, again, there's no deficiency in the body and all of these side effects are direct effects that they just can't market. So dramatic dreams have been reported as side effects of weight loss and diabetes meds um, and vivid dreams, medications. Um, appear to inject added excitement to your dreams for better or worse, they say. <laughs> nightmares. Yeah. Wagovi nightmares. You killing my that. cats, cheating on my husband, husband cheating on me, old friends I haven't spoken to years in dreams. So odd. I also had a dream so real I woke up and grabbed my phone to make sure it wasn't real. Another person wrote, my dream tonight was that someone was attacking people in the mall and I tried to use some kind of portal or time travel <laughs> to get out of there. Yeah. Wow, is this is this Wagovi or is it this uh, LSD? I don't. I'm not yeah. quite sure. Animals coming back from the dead, a T Rex dinosaur wandering <laughs> through the house, drowning children and more, dogs and cats sleeping together, that kind of thing. I mean, Ozempic can affect the levels of certain hormones in the body, including glucagon-like peptide one, GLP one. You know, all of these things impacting hormones, enzymes, so many things, and they're they're theorizing that it affects these hormones that change your dream experience, but. This is not a healthy dream state that you're going into. And I not love how in the beginning of the article, they, they, they talk about the common side effects mm-hmm. like nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and loss of appetite. Yeah. Man, sign me up now. Right. I am just, I'm just like really excited about this, uh, this Ozempic here. Thank yeah. You. So these apparently were not listed as side effects initially, but I think they're going to have to go no. back in and add them. Be careful while doing this. Your dreams may be very, very real and frightening. Well, if that's not enough to, mm-hmm. to convince you, yeah. how about Ozempic burps? Oh, yeah. We've got to have those, right? Um, do you have a Homer burp uh, on demand or anything like I, that? Actually, that wasn't Homer. It wasn't the burping one. That was Barney at the at the, at the, uh, at the, the, the bar. That the had bar, the yeah. On anyway, the I remember it was from that show. But uh, beware the Ozempic burp. Some weight patients taking the weight loss and diabetes drugs end up with sulfur-smelling eructations. Eructations. Mm. How often do you see that word, eructations? Um, and that's kind of like if you read the homeopathic material medica, you'll see words that you don't hear commonly anymore or more common back in you know, 100 years ago in medicine. Uh, so uh, on the November morning when the sulfur burps began, Darren Borders was welcoming pers- pers- prospective students at the graduate school where he uh, works in New York. Every few minutes, no matter how hard he tried to stop, another foul-smelling cloud escaped his mouth. Burps that taste and smell like rotten eggs. I think that's what I typed in Google. So it's like, yummy. What have you been eating for breakfast? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't Two know. I, I suppose... That that would have perhaps have something to do with it, but again, uh, this Ozempic, mm-hmm. I, I I just boy, people really want to lose weight without having to to work at it. I guess. How about losing muscle and bone? Would that oh, be also part of the wow. deal? Yeah, Ozempic can cause major loss of muscle mass and reduce bone density, and yet still people are clamoring to get on this drug, not for diabetes, but because it causes them to lose weight rapidly. How about not eating crap? I mean, you are eating crap when you eat Ozempic because you're going to burp crap. 
as we found out just moments ago. So it costs you fifteen hundred dollars a month if you if you didn't get it on a, on a, a prescription. Mm-hmm. So fifteen hundred bucks a month. It looks like it can cause major loss of muscle mm-hmm. and bone density, sulfur burps that taste and smell like rotten eggs, mm. Mm. Uh, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, loss of appetite, and nightmares. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, and then sarcopenia. People are spending $1,500 a month for that. Gradual loss of muscle mass strength and function typically associated with aging. So you're, you're accelerating aging. Lifestyle oh, changes. And, yeah. and, of course, the ozempic face. Right. This is the other one that we, we they, they include here, but we've talked you, about this before. Did you think that I take ozempic with that face that I gave, that funny look? I don't know what that was. I just I still can't figure out okay. what would have caused that look. <laughs> but but check it out on Fox News. They uh-huh. had a, uh, a sit down with our favorite Fox News doctor, uh, Mister What's His Face. I can't remember what what's the, the guy, Doctor Manny. No, the other oh, different guy. guy. Anyway, they're yeah. talking about the Ozempic face thing, and and we've talked about this before. But I happened to come across the video, and I was like, okay, I wonder what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. Check out the animation that they use to show what Ozempic face is. Check, check this out. So we know that Hollywood's been onto this for a while. They've been taking this drug. Is their face getting this way because of something molecular happening in their body, or is it just that they're losing fat? I spoke to some dermatologists about this yesterday. The answer is it's a, an overuse of the drug to where they lose weight too quickly. The buccal mucosa, the fat, leaves your face. You become gaunt-looking. You can't necessarily reverse that because that happens to us anyway right. as we get older. Ozempic actually is a great drug. It's, it's the first weight loss drug I've seen that I think really works. It actually improves oh. insulin. It improves... Ah, look at that. <laughs> God, it looks like Pepto-Bismol getting dried up on your face. Holy moly. I think that's a bit of an extreme uh, uh, example there. But uh, in any case. That's great. That'll encourage more people. Now, now, believe it or not, we've listed all of these things, Mm -hmm. including the Ozempic face. Because, you know, the thing is people want to lose weight. They want to look good. Uh, you know, it seems like it's it's just doing all the uh, the opposite things that really that they really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are not quitting, and they're, it's not slowing down. They've got a shortage of this stuff. It was originally intended for people with diabetes. The people with diabetes that want to use it can't find it because everybody's getting it to lose weight. But what does look, it at, tell look you? at everything that goes along with it. What does it tell you about vanity? The power of vanity over your life to make good decisions. Uh, and you know, if you want to look good, how about living differently? How about changing your lifestyle? I know oh, it's easy for you to say, Robert, look, I was ill for the first 24 years of my life. I made some decisions that weren't easy, weren't convenient, weren't even the least expensive options to go organic the way I did supplement the way I did. Results may vary. You, know, you hope you don't look like me, you know, especially with that funny face I made. But the idea that you could get there quick by a pill, and we talked about this the other day, you know, it's a $2 billion, $200 billion market, you know, weight if they could come up with the weight loss. Weight loss goal. drugs, yeah. yeah. They, they, in the, within the decade, they're mm-hmm. talking about $200 billion industry now. And as I was traveling around the world all those decades ago, seeing little to no obesity in areas where they were eating the food that their ancestors had eaten for centuries, only when I went to the Western uh, societies or societies that had adopted Western style fast food, commercially grown, et cetera. That's where we saw obesity 
uh, more commonplace. And look at all of those pictures from the late 60s, early 1970s. You see them floating around the social media. You know, your parents or their parents on the beach, hundreds of people you can see in a photograph and nobody obese in those pictures. What the heck happened? Well, we know what happened. And yet, and yet all you're doing is looking for a pill to go gaunt, to age yourself. Because and It's not even a pill. It's an injection. Well, yeah. yeah. Still. Yeah. How much are we able to or willing to take shortcuts that can, you know, remember that movie, uh, Death Becomes Her, with uh, uh, Meryl Streep, uh, Bruce Willis, and uh, Goldie Hawn? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that just plays it out, isn't it? They sell those great movie. The devil. Uh, yeah. it's, it's anything to look good. And, you know, I'm more about feeling good. If you look good, I mean, I guess that's a, a reflection of, you. I, to me, the inner beauty that radiates through whatever you're here in, what skin, what, what earth suit are you wearing? But that's not something that uh, people are bought into with the uh, idea of beauty being something far different, perhaps, only external. And yet inside is just wasting away. But now you add in the uh, uh, Ozempic injections and the outside could waste away too. If you too want to look like a concentration camp victim, take this shot and realize that once you stop, you can't go back. Just like many of these drugs, you become either dependent upon it or it's such a devastating interaction that the body doesn't know how to correct itself. You've, you've corrupted the pathways altogether. How about eating real food? How many of you have been growing? How many have been out in the garden yet? I'm so excited. Mother's Day's coming up this weekend. Happy Mother's Day in advance. Not that every day shouldn't be Mother's Day. But in certain areas, that's the signal that you can actually go outdoors with your plants that are too delicate to go out before the last freeze or frost. I'm going to try to grow lettuce again this year. Oh, man, we we were bumper cropping I've, lettuce. I've got to I've got to put shade on it, though, this time. <laughs> got too much, didn't that? That was the mistake I made last year, yeah. yeah. So let's see. I think we did well for this first hour. I want to thank yeah. Patty Myers for joining us again uh, on the Robert Bell Show. I hope you'll support her and her efforts. And again, share the documentary as well, utahsafeandeffective.org. When I go out and about or oot and a boot and I ask people how many have seen it, very few people have seen it. May 14th, it's not this weekend, it's next. You mean I have to wait another week, Murdoch? Come on, dude, yeah. really? Is that true? I don't have to run out on uh, Saturday and buy a gift. Can I pretend it's this weekend? <laughs> I, can start, I don't want to wait. I can, still, still, I can still order something from Amazon. All right. Oh, my gosh. Dude. No. All right. Well, thanks for the thanks for the correction. Murdoch's supposed to be the bearer of good news. Appreciate delayed it. Mother's Day news. Dude, Jeez. you can go plan o'clock, before buddy. May 14th. Well, if it looks like as it is, it's trending positive that yeah. we're not going to get another freeze. I'm pretty but, sure we're good here. But yeah, if yeah. you're going to get a frost, you can always, you can always cover them, right? Do you, have, do you have the stuff to cover the, the plants if you have to? If I just jump on them and just let's do that. Oh, is that what you do? Yeah. Shield them like a bodyguard. Yeah, like bodyguard on that. Yeah. yeah. Take a bullet for your tomatoes. All right. ABC News <laughs> interviewed Bobby Kennedy Jr. running for president. And uh, let's see what they said about it. We've got a couple of clips on that and a whole lot more. We've got massive questions of the day. I say that because one of them is really massive. And we'll get to those next hour. Those of you in the chat room, if you want a question or comment anything, uh, do it elsewhere. No, no, do it right here. Right here. I'm just teasing. We love you here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Please do share the show. That's all I ask. And even better, if you can, become a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Sign up for the newsletter. We have openings. We do have openings. We have we have available seats uh, yes. on Patreon. So if you'd and like to had, support the show, get some freebies, yeah. uh, and be a part of our monthly AMAs, it's, be as little great. As five bucks a month. Yes. Thank you for your consideration. 
Uh, also, we'll tell you about uh, where the upcoming events are next hour, as well as uh, some special deals happening for our sponsors, supporters, the things we love to use. And we're going to get a special report live from the greenhouse. Are we? At the uh, uh, Leslie Goody Homestead. For the Leslie, yeah, where we're going to have the RSB uh, family union. That's right. So, and there'll be we music. Might even be still. able to get like a uh, an on the spot interview with maybe a goat, maybe. All right. We got you, no? go boy. We got you, go boy. Let's uh, okay. take a top of the hour pause, educational break, and be back also with Leslie Good Gazelle and more on the Robert Scott Bell Show. By the way, she hosts what? Stay at home, mom, on the Robert Scott Bell Podcast Network. Check it out. There's a new episode coming. New episode coming out tonight. And the power to heal is yours. Do we have a crossfade on that one, Super D, on the Bobby Kennedy thing? Or are we going right into the, here I am asking that question while we're live on the air, but that's okay. It's kind of a Wayne's World moment. Well, if we, if we did have a crossfade, then we'd yeah. be watching it right now. Okay, because sometimes, you know, we get caught up in stuff and forget. And yeah, I guess, yeah. no, it would have been part of the thing. But All right, I know we got two clips we're going to play uh, this hour. Leslie is going to be coming on from her, uh, Let's I just guess, bring her on now. Let's just bring her on now. Why <laughs> wait? Leslie. All right. Hi. Hello there, lovely Leslie. What is going on? It looks like a, are you in like a, 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 a nuclear fallout shelter? What is that? No, this is my greenhouse. <laughs> All my kids were wanting to use tablets and do screen things. So I thought I would come outside. I, I where all we hear are the guineas and the chickens in the background. Yeah, I thought you were going to put a stop to that electronic stuff and send them out with the guineas and every, everything. So. I thought about it, but it's too nice out here. <laughs> you wanted to be out there alone without the kids. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I, I did. So what, hey, just real quick, what's the episode coming up? Uh, that's going to be uh, the next stay at home mom episode. It is called interview with a vegan goddess. It, you didn't contact me about this. What, what, was, what was up with that? <laughs> so I met this incredible. She didn't woman ask for permission online. where none was required. No, I thought yes. she was going to ask me, but exactly. wait a second. I'm not a vegan goddess. Never mind. I apologize. No. I thought I could be a vegan. <laughs> You're not. You're not a mom. <laughs> She's the, mom. she is a, an incredible, extreme raw vegan, mm -hmm. and she is raising her children in the same way. And it's, she kind of gives us a little bit about her history and wow. it's a really cool episode. I took like an hour and a half, almost two hours and tried to shrink it down. I think I got it to like 50 minutes. <laughs> wow. It's wow that's a lot of editing. A lot of editing. Yeah. It, how yeah, is it, it took two weeks. <laughs> how is that you connected with her? Because you're not a, a, you know, raw vegan. I am not. I actually came across her on another friend's page who focuses a lot on um, eating right and living the right way and clean and i saw a lot of the things she was posting and i was really intrigued by it because mm -hmm. a lot of times we get ideas about vegans and they tend to be negative yeah and she was she's not one of those pushy there's only one way to eat there's only one lifestyle to have kind of vegan mm. and so i reached out to her and we connected and i adore her and i think everybody is going to fall in love with her so, so you, you didn't pummel her for the whole hour telling her she needs to eat meat or anything no, not at all. <laughs> Again, more great examples of 
the divine love of Leslie. Uh, you know, that is not judging people, but seriously being open to interact. And that's why we love and appreciate you so much because you fit so well in with, you know, what my philosophy is about all this stuff. You know me, I, I love to bring on people that I may even have disagreements with just to learn about them and learn about why they believe or why they live the way they live. And it sounds like you were doing the same in this case. Absolutely. I am. I don't think I know everything. I don't think I will ever attain all of the knowledge that I probably even am capable of in my lifetime. But mm -hmm. I'm extremely open to understanding why people make the choices they do, because sometimes I probably should make similar choices. <laughs> so I'm very, very open to exploring and talking to people about why they're doing what they're doing. So, yeah. And I, I embrace the differences because I think that is what makes us, our uniqueness, our divine uniqueness is what mm -hmm. makes us as a race incredibly beautiful. So I, I, and having a genuine interest in people is so yeah. cool. It's so awesome. You know, that, we have our own beliefs and biases and things, but it's such a shame when somebody just shuts down to everybody that they have a disagreement with or multiple disagreements with and doesn't go, yeah, what is it about you and why you, you become what you become? Tell me about your story. Tell me about your history. I, I, exactly. Is it, super yep. down, why, why isn't everybody interested in, in, in people like this? Um, cause they suck. I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's that's one well, answer. <laughs> I don't know. It could be argued. Some people yep. for sure. <laughs> right? Because they suck. Yeah. Well, I, just a curiosity I have. <laughs> that was a, a Gen X answer for you. Yeah, right. Well, maybe we, just don't, we don't feel like we have time to take the time to, to get to know people. But I think that's all we have is time, weirdly enough. Yeah. We don't have enough of it, but we have time and the time People we have live in a bubble quite often, you know, they got horse blinders on and it's just, uh, they miss everything that's going around, you know, on around them and they miss out on, and I think we're all guilty of that at some point, yeah. you know, we're a very self-seeking society. We're more concerned about consuming instead of giving we're, out. We're, and we're stuck on routines and, and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, and suddenly, you know, when you either intentionally or unintentionally fall out of that, uh, that for a minute and suddenly you go, Whoa, yeah, <laughs> wow, that's cool. That was there this whole time. And I just never noticed it or paid attention to it or cared about it. So yeah, well, it's all part of the journey, I guess. Let's look at the time we have because we have upcoming events and Leslie's involved in at least one of them. Uh, there is uh, on the page, the upcoming events tab at robertscabbell.com and Super Don occasionally sends out the newsletter. Uh, you can sign up at robertscabell.com or text RSB to the number 22828, and that'll get you prompted. But uh, there is a Utah Health State, State Health Summit, Dr. Moore, Doctors for Dr. Moore. Looks like there's an interesting lineup there. Dr. Stella Manuel, who we've had on once, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. James Thorpe, who we've just talked about, Mark Miranda and others, uh, Nicole Siratek we've had on, and that's coming up uh, the 20th of May. Then we have the Advanced Medicine Conference, Memorial Day weekend in St. Louis, Missouri. How far is St. Louis from you, Leslie? It's about four, four and a half hours. Wow. Okay. So it's still pretty far. Because when, when, when I flew into, yeah, for you, Super Don, when I flew into St. Louis and Kevin picked me up and we went to, uh, what was the the place? Springfield. We to, well, Branson. Branson. Yeah. That was a couple hours, two and a half hours, I think. So you're another yeah, two hours. another hour. Yeah. Well, and it depends on which way you go. Sure. So well, Advanced Medicine in St. Louis. 
So looking forward to seeing everybody May 27th, 28th, and 29th. Then just following that, the next weekend will be June 2nd and 3rd. And that's going to be for the first time in Boise, Idaho, the national conference for We the Patriots USA, Ryan Cole, Peter McCullough, uh, a lot of cool folks. Brian Hooker's going to be there. Uh, I see Connor Boyack, James Lyons-Weiler, James Keefe. I mean, that's going to be a fun one. And I'll be there uh, for those two days. And then we have uh, June 24th, a, a day-long event in uh, Love, Loveland, Colorado. June 24th, Real Solutions for Healthy Living, uh, all-day event. So check that out, the ranch in Loveland. Also, then we come to July. After the Independence Day spectacular that we always do, well, the first year we won't have Michael Badnarik on. He's on to uh, defending liberty on other planes of existence. Uh, but July 14th, 15th, and 16th, the RSB Family Union at the Goody Farms Homestead in southwest Missouri. Uh, food, family, campfire, music, learning, healing, homesteading, and fun. Yes, and pie, as I always have to bring that up. And Leslie, how are, is anybody reaching out to you to participate other than some we've mentioned before? I think Ben Tapper is someone that we've heard is coming. Ben Tapper and, oh, Taryn. Can I never remember her last name. I need to give her a call Greg, yet. Taryn Gregson? Yes, yeah. Yeah, she's also it. an MC yeah. event uh, in uh, Boise. She's terrific. I thought she was great. That's going to be fun. Yeah, so and, and we're trying kids, to keep it kids welcome. Casual, absolutely. <laughs> we have quite a few. Yeah. So I'm trying we're to absolutely. I want to bring uh, my daughter Ari, who's graduating high school in May. You should uh, take them all to sing. You that could be, be like awesome. the Von. You could be like the Von Trapp family or something. Yeah. But I, but I want more okay. creative arts and music. I think that'll be a big part of the weekend. Yeah, I agree. I think that would be awesome. So I definitely put on our Eventbrite page, you know, if you have an instrument, bring it. Um, we're going to have campfires to sit around. Everybody can just pull out their instruments, jam, do whatever. I'm, I have an itinerary, but I am completely open to throwing it out the window just to see whatever the spirit is leading us to do. Mm -hmm. I want it to be as laid back and relaxing as possible while we can still learn and share and get what we need and give what we need from one another. So have a lot of fun. That's kind of the goal. And we're actually, yeah, we're clearing spots in our woods mm -hmm. for people who want a rustic tent camp in cool. our woods <laughs> Awesome, because it's actually really nice back there. So, okay. Yeah. So tent camping is an option for those. Uh, are there places where people can, if they drive a, what do they call a third wheel a camper third what is that called anymore like a rv a or pop-up or fifth yeah. wheel yeah yeah yep we have uh three spots where we can hook up fifth wheels or campers okay. of some kind well, for water. reserved in advance so because you don't have unlimited places so yes now is there in town and where you live no we don't so i'm also getting in touch with some local hotels to see if we can possibly get a discount okay Super duper. All right. I'm, I'm loving what I'm hearing. Um, there is an RV park actually not far from us. And it's an RV park that we've stayed at in the past. And it's not mm -hmm. very expensive. So mm -hmm. I can connect with them too and see if we can maybe block off a few spots for the event that weekend. I'm okay. sure they work with me for that. They're pretty cool there. So, Oh, fantastic. That's and, and people will be learning some of the things you're doing as a homesteader, right? You've got animals there. You. You show, <laughs> no, we're still, we're still connected. I think. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to open 
Can you hear me? Yeah, I yes, think it's you're delay. just on a delay. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what happens when I'm in a greenhouse. I have um, the gates opening at seven so people can come a little early and do farm chores with us if they want. Learn how to milk a goat if you don't know how to milk a goat and you want to. Mm -hmm. um, feeding the animals and just the things that we typically do in the morning just to get our day started. So people are welcome to join us in any part of how we live and the rest of the things that we're going to have going. So now is there hunting in the summer where you are uh, like on wild lands and things? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, we typically only hunt deer and there's all different kinds of seasons, different birds and all sure. things, but we are raising our own meat. So we tend to not hunt as much. Right. But there will be grills. I think people can bring things to throw on the grill, right? Yep. We are going to have open pits and I think we're actually going to have fire rings out for people who are camping here so they can have their own little campfires if they want to. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, we're going to do a big bonfire every night and we'll have grills available and uh, just the staples water. We're going to have porta potties because I um, still currently live in a camper myself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I want to make sure that we have ample facilities for everybody. <laughs> right. No, it's a big deal. It's first time doing it. I, and I want to ask everybody that's considering it, please reach out to Leslie. Uh, I'm sure there's contact information when they uh, hit that QR code that that's on the page there. Yes. And uh, I'm, we only have 65 spots available. We're trying to keep it as small as possible, but I need to be able to make sure that I can rent things that I may potentially need to rent tents, chairs, whatever. I need to have seats for every butt. <laughs> so yeah, or, or have people that want to make sure that we're prepared and we have everything we need. What was that? Well, to have people that are driving and they maybe even bring some seats and chairs too. Absolutely. If you're going to be driving, and bringing an RV or planning on camping, you can bring your camp chairs, blankets, whatever, whatever you would like to stay comfortable. Otherwise, it, you're just going to be stuck with whatever we got. <laughs> yeah. And what is the for those that are flying in? What are the closest airports? I have to ask because I can't seem to get that through my head. So we we have a Joplin airport, but it's not an international. So it's very small. You usually have to get a connecting flight. And that usually comes from Dallas, which is a pain. Mm -hmm. um, the two closest major airports are going to be Tulsa, Oklahoma, and um, St. Louis, Missouri are going to be the wow. closest. I know there's a smaller one in Springfield as well, but I don't know how everybody's, I don't know how everybody's going to do that. Well, there, yeah. <laughs> the Lord will provide a way. And that's like two hours away, right? Springfield? Yeah, no, Springfield's only an hour away and oh. Tulsa's two hours. So okay, we're right on the border of Tulsa or Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri. Okay, excellent. So, now, if I, if I yeah. go back to upcoming events after that event, uh, the next weekend, in fact, I'll be in Columbus, Ohio for the Mid-American Health Organization's Summer Splash and that's for natural products, health food store uh, industry. And we might be doing some other health freedom events around that weekend in Columbus, Ohio. And that link is there in uh, the upcoming events tab. 
in September. Uh, we have 14th through 17th, the Biomed Expo in Las Vegas, Nevada, which will be a big, big deal. And then we've got the uh, Your Health Freedom Symposium in back in Utah uh, with Kristen Chevrier, uh, 8th Annual, and she's invited me to speak at that as well. Uh, looks like the 6th and the 7th of October. Um, that may coincide with what we learned about yesterday from our friends at uh, Nutritional Frontiers, their Pittsburgh event. Then we have the Trinity Health Freedom Expo, October 14th through 15th. And there'll be others that we'll be adding to this list. So you definitely want to stay plugged into the newsletter by going to robertscottbell.com and signing up for free. And uh, if you have a text capacity on your phone, text my initials RSB to 22828 and you'll get plugged in. Uh, for those of you that do watch TV and want to save a lot of money, uh, check out the Q streaming, which will help us to be on, on more TVs around the world. $59.99 a month, and you get everything and more that you it would cost you add-on, add-on, add-on. Soon enough, you'll be spending hundreds of dollars a month. Maybe you already are. And so check that out. That's available. Special, special deal, and it helps support the Robert Scott Bell Show. We got the energy bits, uh, the chlorella and um, spirulina. We got the folium PX, the folium products, which, uh, you know, even Judy Mikovits has said, it's a, an ex extraordinarily powerful antioxidant blend. It is a food. Like I said, we defer to food primarily as our medicine and we have a lot of options there and i appreciate that now we also have the red pill expo super done i don't think that's in there yet but it's been confirmed to be des moines iowa and i gotta see yeah we still have a banner on the website um from 2022 yeah but now we've got a confirmed um so des moines see, iowa click on that august 12th and 13th if you click on that banner i'll update mm -hmm. the banner at some point here but if you click on that banner it does take you to the website and it does show the uh, Des Moines, Iowa event coming up. So I'm looking where this falls into play here. It would be between the Summer Splash Maho and the Biomed Expo. So we'll have an August event in Des Moines, Iowa uh, for the Red Pill Expo. Des Moines, you can head up to Des Moines, Leslie, can't you? No. No? No. <laughs> All right. no. I can't leave my farm. No, you're too well invested and the animals need you. And I was on a two-year vacation before we found this place. I'm over it. You're settled. You're ready. <laughs> Now your 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 eldest daughter is she what sixteen or seventeen now? Seventeen. She 17. just finished her junior year. Cool. Well, like I said, I'm hoping I can bring Ari with me so that the girls can get together and have fun. But uh, we'll see about the weekend. Hmm. That would be wonderful. My kids would love it. Yeah. Well, anything you want to share about uh, your greenhouse that you're in or what's growing behind you? I know I realized after I sat down, I'm like, oh, I'm sitting in front of all my beans, but yeah. I've got green beans and broccoli. We have tomatoes and some other stuff over here. <laughs> I have this whole shelf behind or that my computer's sitting on. That's all my flowers. I'm actually planting a sunfield or sunflower field. Nice. This year before I get the ground ready to do an orchard. Mm -hmm. And then Pretty much from this basket back here, that way is all lettuce and Brussels sprouts and beets. I have carrots and strawberries and a little bit of everything going before I take it out to my actual garden. Nice. I need to fence the sheep in, though, because they keep escaping. Oh, and they'll eat it for sure. They will eat yeah. all of it. So. Yeah. All right. Work on that fence before we get there. It will be done. All right. Well, Leslie, we're looking forward to your next episode, talking uh, to uh, a nice, open-minded, and supportive and loving vegan. Uh, yes. And uh, that'll be a fascinating journey. I, I, I have friends that are, and uh, they are not all militant, right? It's I, yeah. They get a bad rep because of those that are. And yes. similarly to those that are, you know, hardcore carnivores, I ask you to be compassionate for those who are not like you. 
and, you know, just allow people to have their journey and uh, share the information. But uh, if it's not, if it's not requested, don't beat it into somebody. That's not cool. Not nice at all. I agree. Can't believe I even have to say that. I mean, adults are still learning too, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, Super D, any questions for Leslie before we let her go? This has been fun. It's been a bright light uh, on the show today as well, bringing in the light in your greenhouse. It's uh, brilliant. Any questions? Thank you. Yeah. Um, where are the goats at? They're in their pen oh. currently, and they haven't escaped. We need more pictures of baby goats. Okay. They are about to start leaving. Oh. I have what two leaving this Friday, one leaving next Friday. I am getting another one, though. But So you're actually, <laughs> when they grow big enough, you sell them? Yes. That's, that's my goal, is for the goats to pay for themselves. Nice. I only want three does and two bucks because I don't think we need much more milk than that. Mm -hmm. So cool. I seen, um, I don't know if you've seen this on Amazon, the Jeremy Clarkson's farm. Jeremy. Was oh one yeah. Of the, yeah. One of the, the, <laughs> We've watched all of those. Yeah. And I'm like, boy, did he have some fun with animals? He, he, he didn't know, but, uh, the thing about Jeremy, he was so wealthy that the fact that he was losing so much money, it didn't seem to phase him all that much. No, that's, I know. If only, if only, yeah. if we started out with that much money, we'd have a house right? <laughs> and exactly. our barns would be finished and everything would be exactly how we want it. But maybe we could do the barn raising party combination that weekend. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> We've only, we haven't even been here for a solid year. And we had some friends who are realtors who actually sold us the house and property and they came last weekend and they were astonished at how much we've actually done in the last nine, 10 months that we've been here. So you guys are amazing. You really are. I hope everybody can attend, but I know that there's not enough room for everybody to attend. So if you're feeling it, let Leslie know so we can book you in. Absolutely. The sooner, the better. Yes. Then all I right, can have well, all my food prepared. <laughs> right. Not too early. I want fresh pie. Yeah. No, I mean, I just need to, my husband is very, much you need to have everything figured out before we get too right. far in <laughs> well and i love james too but please tell him not to eat all of the pie before i get there well i made him a blueberry pie yesterday and he ate it oh, oh my gosh yeah oh. he did share some with the kids but he, oh that was nice of him but i i i'm understanding if he didn't i know why but it's okay so he deserves all the pie you can make he so does. leslie thanks love you you're just a precious gem on this planet and, and so glad you're in this family with us. Thank you. And thanks for having me on the show. So glad to see you guys. All right. Love to the whole family, Leslie. Thank you. Sounds good. All right. See ya. Ah, Leslie, she's amazing. Look out for her podcast on there. Stay at home, mom. And uh, the next one sounds like it's going to be great. So yeah, genuine interest in people, Super D. Yes. That's like, that doesn't suck. That's a good thing. Uh, and I love that. So uh, let's do the Bobby Kennedy story because he's been appearing mostly on what we call new media. Right? Not a lot of mainstream media, but apparently ABC News interviewed Robert F. Kennedy Jr. since he's running for president. Yes. And what happened? Well, we're going to let you know and show you as well a little bit about that. You want to run one of those clips? Yeah. So just the backstory on this, he got had an interview on ABC News. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's kind of a big deal you would think right running for president he's basically uh the only the leading contest uh contester to uh Biden at this point. Right? yeah 
And so uh, ABC News has him on to talk to him and uh, check out the the blatant, in-your-face censorship that took place on the finished product of this interview. You've said in the past that there is a, a correlation between uh, vaccines leading to autism that's totally been debunked. Wait a minute, who debunked it? We have not seen any kind of scientific connection from the CDC, the World Health Organization, but, the National Academy of Sciences. Those organizations are captive agencies, Lindsay. And so you think they're all in cahoots? Yeah, they're all captive. You've discussed the Kennedy family as like any family, there are disagreements. <laughs> well, well, wow. Wait a minute, hold on. It, Moving on. He, he had his hand up and he was about to say something and suddenly it it went to the Kennedy Dude, family. I've been fo have you been following any Bobby Kennedy's tweets? Are you following him on Twitter? He's, uh, got, he's got some really good policy perspectives. He, well, that, he does. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it, it's it's a a rare actually it's it's the only time ever in my life mm -hmm. that I have looked at at a candidate and went yeah, okay, so he's a Democrat, but mm -hmm. I I could see myself voting for him. Yeah. Which is weird. Never, ever, ever mm -hmm. has that been the case for me. No, um, I mean, he's 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 putting forward perspectives that are very Ron Paulian in terms of, uh, because he understands captured agencies. He, he's even supporting uh, decentralized uh, digital, non-central bank digital currencies. But in other words, uh, the yeah, freedom of those. I mean, he's, I agree with him more than I disagree with him. Yeah. Um, you know. But in any case, so here he is on ABC News. They they go there basically just, oh, we debunked, you debunked, debunked. And he's just yeah. like, wait, you know, wait a minute. You know, I have something to say. And they suddenly switch to something else. So mm -hmm. uh, I, apparently at the end of the interview, mm -hmm. uh, ABC News decided to address that situation. We should note that during our conversation, Kennedy made false claims about the COVID-19 vaccines. Data shows that the COVID-19 vaccines prevented millions of hospitalizations and deaths from the disease. He also made misleading claims about the relationship between vaccination and autism. Research shows that vaccines and the ingredients used for the vaccines do not cause autism, including multiple studies involving more than a million children and major medical associations like the American Academy of Pediatrics and the advocacy group autism speaks we've used our editorial judgment and in not including extended portions of that exchange in our interview we thank mr kennedy for the conversation we thank him and here oh. you go the censored version so the new name for censorship is editorial judgment editorial decisions yeah i mean our, our editorial I, judgment and i would like to see that somebody in bobby kennedy's team tape that whole thing right remember when we talked about um, being interviewed by certain antagonistic journalists. And I said, the only way I would ever uh, agree to it is if we are able to tape the entire thing so that when they take it and rip it apart and, and censor it and make it look a certain way, we have the entire context. Uh, because that should be, you know, Bobby Kennedy, uh, man, a great intelligent man, man that's got a lot of compassion and caring for people and the environment. And it's funny, you know, he's the only one that you'd call a real environmentalist as opposed to the phony environmentalism of both, well, most of the Democrats who it's all about global warming. I still haven't heard him talk about that so much, climate change and all of that. That may be an issue. But for the most part, I'm watching him reveal his uh, policies. And it sounds more like, you know, Ron Paul libertarianism, not fully, but more leans in that direction than any Democrat and a lot of Republicans. So I'm fascinated by uh, uh, this journey and what they're going to do to try and uh, curtail it because um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., like Jonathan E. Mord in, in their respective races, could actually win.
I see that in both of those, those gentlemen. Uh, so anything else on that? I mean, obviously we censored you. Thank you for participating. <laughs> Get out of here. Editorial. Is that what they said? Decision or judgment? Either way. Yeah. You know, I mean, they just came right out just, and just, yeah, well, we, we censored him um, mm -hmm. because we know better. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I shouldn't be surprised by this kind of stuff still. Yeah. But it still gets under my skin because mm -hmm. it's like, it, wh why can't people talk? They, they, they can't like just express ideas. Maybe they aren't popular ideas. So what? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, the guy's a, a presidential candidate. And you had him on, and you blatantly, it wasn't even like they tried to hide it. They blatantly censored this guy mm -hmm. because he was about to say something that they, they didn't want people to hear. Because you know what? If people hear it, suddenly they'll all, what, believe it? Jeez, man. I mean, they're just words. Yeah. Uh, it's conversation. The guy's a candidate. He should be able to say, you know, I don't know. I know it's it's pointless. This, yeah, <laughs> but it just it just it drives it drives me nuts. Um, <sighs> All right, hey, we got to add another thing. I just realized to the upcoming events tab. Yeah, just talk with uh, well, Bobry, our good friend with from Folium, and he's going to hook us up as well. We're going to get G. Edward Griffin on the show. We'll be able to talk about Red Pill as well. And G. Edward is also taking the Folium products. As is my mom. I got my my uh, my wife on it now too, which is great. Uh, just do uh, you remember the Cancer Control Society annual convention? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't done that in years. And that was a while always ago. Been, always been Labor Day weekend in L.A. They moved it from like Studio City. Now I think it's in Glendale. And Frank Cousino, friend of mine, who's been putting it on, been part of it for many many years. Is it's it's back and it's happening in Glendale, California. Uh, I'm sorry. We got the anchor points of the summer, as we say. Memorial Day will be Advanced Medicine Conference. Labor Day weekend will be the Cancer Control Society's annual convention. It looks like I'll be there speaking, and uh, we're likely doing some broadcasting interviews as well at that one. So uh, we keep adding to the concert T-shirt for 2023, and boy, that list is going to be long. It's going to be really small letters to fit everything in that we're going to. So that is an addition to the Red Pill expo that's happening in des moines iowa august 12th and 13th so we need to add those in as soon as we're able to as we go okay. uh real quick there's a story on attention deficit hyperactivity disorder they call it adhd a health well, there's, a, there's a problem apparently what is it uh we aren't treating enough kids no that's not the problem the problem is we're treating too many no that's not for, what this says though for the wrong yeah but you know what, what you're doing here a new study finds that most children with symptoms of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder adhd are not getting treatment for the condition that's a terrible thing no it's a good thing all these kids wandering around don't know how to what to do with oh, themselves we need to put them on drugs right robert do not listen to super don right now mute him out he's wrong <laughs> <laughs> they they're not being treated that's a godsend because it won't make whatever they have worse What's happening with ADHD, of course, is, is disastrous diet. You know, the D's in attention deficit hyperactivity, attention, disastrous hyperactivity diet. How about that for ADHD? Check this out. Among the children with ADHD, only 26.2% had ever received outpatient mental health care. Mm. And additionally, just 12.9% were presently taking ADHD. 
only 12% are taking ADHD medications. You know how many millions of kids that is? It's millions of kids too many. And ADHD is a fictitious disorder diagnosed so that they can drug kids. Remember, if they didn't have Ritalin, there would be no ADHD. And now, of course, more. They put them on SSRIs and other things, anti-anxiety drugs as well. Folks, this is a uh, clear and present danger to your child that they've been treated this way, that they're uh, diagnosed this way, instead of looking at this as what it is. The result of going to pediatricians, getting vaccinations, getting antibiotics, eating food that has very few vitamins, minerals, or trace minerals, but plenty of additives, preservatives, colorings, flavorings, you name it. What do you see there, Super D? Oh, I'm just curious. Um, if if the children with ADHD has increased over time, similar to like what autism has, I, I want to dig up those statistics because that could be another, uh, you know, another thing that we could we could point a finger at and go look. You know, the rate of ADHD. I'm I, I'm just I'm just speculating that it mm-hmm. has that the rates of ADHD has gone up over the years. Sure, um, just we, like just we, like the other things that are happening with kids that never used to happen before. Yeah, the more we move farther away from the natural world, the more we have these aberrant neurological and or behavioral disorders. If ADHD had been a thing when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. I would have been diagnosed with it. Yeah, you would have been medicated. I guarantee, a hundred percent. I I I was cuckoo. Yeah, <laughs> I was cuckoo for cocoa puffs. It's amazing. I survived yeah. childhood. All right, let's let's look at. Oh, by the way, if you want to uh, soothe and e- heal and ease the thing they call ADHD, how about healing the gut of these kids? How about putting them on the silver aloe gut recovery protocol? How about getting them real food? Yeah, staying away from refined carbohydrates and the all the additives, detoxifying their liver, just keeping them away from pediatricians as much as possible. All of these things will result in healthier children that are not labeled with these things. And we don't know the effect on their brains long-term being on these drugs. They're still monitoring and figuring it out. So can we do some questions of the day? We missed them yesterday, if you don't mind. This is true. Might need to get to them sometime before the end of the show, which we're... You want the fancy music? Yeah, why not? I'm a fancy guy. Yes, you are. You're Good fabulous. Fabulous. Absolutely. All right. First one's the easier one. Uh, it's a very direct from Lori, our friend Lori. Uh, we have a, actually a few friends, Lori, in the audience. So we can't assume we know which Lori this is, but I, I am welcoming all Lori's to contact us. <laughs> Hello, RSB and Super D. Can you speak on your opinion of selenium versus glutathione versus astaxanthin? Forgive the spelling. Which one is more powerful antioxidant if you could pick only one to take? All right. This is a very good, it's actually a good question. Now, astaxanthin, as far as I know, it's a, a you know considered an ingredient within um, certain foods. Uh, I, I think as well that they do, I tend to isolate it now as, as an ingredient as well. I would like to take it in food in context of, uh, you know, the presence it might have in certain uh, algaes, perhaps. I was thinking in, you know, the spirulina and, um, the chlorella, we have that, the energy bits, and you can use the RSB, I think it's RSB 20 to get 20% off, which is pretty cool. Or is it 15? I can't keep up with that. But regardless, it's it's there. I believe it's 20. It's 20? Okay, thanks. But, whoops, sorry. Yeah. The, uh, the easiest thing to do is click on the banner. 
Yeah, it's right there. Yep. And and there's a special uh, tab if you want to know all the deals for all the things we promote and use here. Uh, yep. You can do that as well. Okay, so selenium versus glutathione. Now, this one's an easier one to answer because it shouldn't be selenium versus glutathione because selenium facilitates glutathione's uh, alteration into its active form or active form, the peroxidase form. You need selenium for that. And you would normally produce uh, glutathione in, in metabolic processes in the presence of the minerals. So for me, my primary is to get the minerals. And yes, if they can come ideally from food sources, that would be great. But even the um, Brazil nuts of the past that contained a lot of selenium contained fractions of that amount of selenium. So we talk of food sourcing. We still talk about growing the nutrients in a form that we can tablet and take that way. And I still take the innate response uh, selenium, uh, 150 micrograms is three tablets because they're 50 microgram tablets. My goal each day is three tablets three times a day, which gets me to 450 micrograms. I think that's more critical than glutathione. Now, if you're needing external forms of glutathione, make sure that there are forms that can actually be utilized or absorbed to get to the places you need. But then you'll still need the selenium to turn that glutathione into the peroxidase form. And that's selenium. So again, for me, selenium is the most important here. Now, as far as antioxidant activity, um, you you have a lot of things, the botanical ingredients, there's a lot of evidence of copper's role in, in antioxidant activity in the production of superoxide dismutase, SOD. So copper plays a role as an antioxidant as well. It isn't that selenium's the only one. It happens to be the most, probably the most critical deficiency there. Copper's right there as well. Uh, so I, it's hard for me to give you a definitive answer, but I would say, go within and check it out, see which way you're, you're gravitating or resonating. But selenium to me is really critical. And uh, the copper now has become a very easy thing to add into the mix as well. So hopefully that's helpful. The folium products are amazing. They are botanical ingredients in a certain sequence that also provides powerful antioxidant activity. <laughs> Excuse me, just had a drink of tea here. Now, Super Don, you're going to have to help me with this. This is the longest question of the day I think we've ever gotten. And we've gotten some long ones over the years. This one's from Omar. And I think I just need to listen and I'll stop you when I'm ready to inter intervene, if you will. Uh, can you read this? <laughs> okay. Put it on me. Yes. I need, I need, I need like a drink here. Hold on. <laughs> you and me both. I'm just like talking myself out. And this is what I do. It's a talk show. All right, here we go. Yeah. What was that? What would you think is the best remedy for hepatitis B vaccine side effects? I also got the HPV one at the same time. I okay. am pretty much allergic to everything. Prior to that, I didn't have any allergies whatsoever. I noticed. Okay. Stand by there. All right. First and foremost, Hep B side effects. This is a vaccine. These are more traditional vaccines. Of course, it's aluminum containing, as is, I believe, the HPV. Uh, so, Silica is going to be important. Silicea is a homeopathic. Silicea and um, what's the other one here? Dude, I'm drawing a blank, but let me just say this. The hepatitis B nozode and the HPV nozode can also help reverse some of the uh, impact of those vaccines. But because they both contain aluminum adjuvants, we want silicea or silica or both. And you could utilize the uh, Alta Health product silica and that would be three tablets four times a day initially to really flood the body, not only for connective tissue issues, because silica is the key to binding aluminum and helping escort it out of the body. Uh, so we have uh, the classic uh, 
Yeah, there it is. Thuja just came back to me. I one of those basic ones that you just lost for a second. Thuja and Silicea both are also indicated often for adverse vaccine effects or side effects, if you want to call it that. Vaccinosis. There are homeopathic vaccinosis remedies that are even more comprehensive than that. So check out the homeopathic manufacturers. Ask them if they have not only Silicea and Thuja, but maybe a complex for vaccine damage injury or vaccinosis. All right, now go to the, I noticed my stomach acid thing. All right, I noticed my stomach acid disappeared and then chronic fatigue and chronic brain inflammation and then, of course, chronic depression. Mm. I tried chloride dioxide, silver. Chlorine probably. Chlorine, yeah. yeah. Uh, silver, zinc, and copper. Well, in, in the response to the lack of stomach acid, which leads to all kinds of deficiencies and aberrant things, is the Alta Canjest product, Alta Health Products Canjest. And that is available from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. Use the code RSB5 when you're getting the disc to get the discount. You get the selenium from him, you get the Canjest, you get the silica, a lot of good things that we use you can get from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com to counteract it. There's nothing wrong with doing the things you've tried, but they might not be targeting what you're dealing with as well. directly. Uh, I'm looking here ahead here, and Omar yeah. has literally thrown the entire kitchen sink here. He's done coffee enemas, mm -hmm. probiotics, high-dose vitamin C, infrared sauna, folium PX, French clay, red clay, mm. alkaline water, zeolite, and countless other things. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. Uh, Omar would really appreciate it if he can consult with you. It cost him to drop out of a chemical engineering degree in junior uh, junior year, and now it's eight years after that and still hasn't wow. gotten to the bottom of things. Wow. And even goes into keto, vegetarian. Right. Keto, vegetarian. Uh, says, I, I don't know if I left any stone unturned. Mushrooms, lion's mane, cordyceps, a blend of 10 or more. Pectisol. Yeah. Modified citrus, modified citrus pectin. If you remember, oh, Isaac Elias, okay. we had him on many years ago. Good guy. Right. Ivermectin, sweet wormwood, amino acids, uh, wow. fasting for 30 days. Mm -hmm. The inflammation just doesn't want to go away. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. I wants to know if he can speak with you personally. Uh, knew about you from the truth about cancer, and you are one of the doctors that do honestly know what they're talking about. Tried chromium, both forms. Mm -hmm. First thought it was the missing piece because I did notice the blood sugar was dropping and getting sick. Hmm. Uh, it took so much silica because he thought that uh, lumen. Oh, yeah, he's already done adjuvant. that. Yeah, which I'm still doubtful uh, because it contains amorphous silica, the HPV vaccine. Huh. So wonders if normal silica will be able to chelate the, the fume form of aluminum. I don't know. A true poison because I feel like what they say they use aluminum for is to stimulate the immune system through inflammation. Aggravate it, my, yeah. Yeah, in my case, they gave me a lifelong inflammation. Thank you for standing and speaking the truth, Omar. All right, Omar has got me confused. He's done so much. So imagine his confusion and doing so much and still suffering. So there's something that's obviously missing. They say obviously. Uh, what that might be, I don't know. So I will probably have to reach out to Omar and see and see follow up. Is, is there a number that Omar has? Yeah, and Leslie asked the question. I wonder how long he did each of these things before giving up and moving on to the, the next thing. Because he and Leslie, you're thinking right. I mean, these are the questions that I can't ask because he's not on the show with us and might not want to reveal that on the show. So I might have to just reach out to him off off the air to see if I can get some answers to those questions. Time permitting, of course, or if you want, Omar, I can direct you to some folks that I believe could help you, but I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to you.
Omar. You, you're asking sincerely. I can tell uh, you're not just uh, saying, I don't, I didn't do any of this stuff. You're saying I did everything and I'm still suffering. And that happens sometimes, but there might be reasons that you're missing. Maybe I can help, maybe not. Or if not, then I can guide you to someone who can. So Super Don, if we have a, a follow-up number, just let me know and I'll, I'll do that. Uh, yeah, I think I've got an email address. So Okay, or we I'll can ask you for that. Okay. Yep. Omar, that's a big old question, a big one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Where's definitely. Dr. House when you need him, right? Yeah. That, that Remember, that, that show's been off for how many years? Oh, it's one of the best shows ever. Yeah. Yeah. You just identified with a cantankerous old doctor, didn't you? I love He played that character so well. And it's funny because when you see him just you know, being him, yeah, doing interviews and stuff like that, he's got this British accent and, you know, yeah. it's just nothing. But he just nailed that, that, that yeah. character. It was, it was, yeah, it was you just talk great. about people that are capable of acting that it's like something it's, it's otherworldly. Sometimes the capacity of folks to do that. And I, and I just, I was thinking of my daughter in this moment because uh, last night my wife and I were up, up in the room getting ready for bed. And then I hear this, I think I'm on, actually I'm on the phone too. I'm talking, I maybe it was with, with Bobbery and I, I, I suddenly hear my daughter screaming like, I hate you. I'm like, holy crap, what is going on? Like, is there some like really, you know, traumatic drama among friends online or is there something her, her how did you do that? You did, you know, I'm like, did, did my brother really, I mean, cause they get along amazingly well. They used to fight like cats and dogs when they were younger, but they're just, it's the blessing. My gosh, I'm so grateful for them. They're uh, just loving relationship that they have. And so I sent Nancy out, go, go see what's happening. I couldn't get off the phone at the moment. And uh, turned out it was some silly uh, online game that they play and that my son was going for the same character that my daughter was going for. And my son happened to get it <laughs> on the first try. And she mocked up this anger. Like I couldn't tell it wasn't real. I'm like, wow. dude, she is a good actor too. On top of everything else. So right. <laughs> thankfully it wasn't real. It was all silly fun, but boy, I was like, Oh my gosh, what's going on out there. Speaking of acting. All right. Final story of the day here before we go into bonus round. Uh, it's about prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics. I'd never heard of postbiotics before. That's what you poop out and you put back in. How do you put it back in? Probably have to go to a doctor for a fecal transplant. Oh, okay. I don't, I just made that last bit up. But oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I just wanted to see if you're paying attention. <laughs> yeah. I was just curious. Like, what is he going to say? <clears throat> all right. So basically probiotics, you all know the live microorganisms when administered in adequate amounts confer a health benefit on the host. That's the International Scientific Association for Probiotics and Prebiotics. Prebiotics, on the other hand, they say in this article, are uh, not alive nor digestible by humans. However, they are sources of food for beneficial microbes, the probiotics, okay? Meanwhile, postbiotics are metabolites of the probiotics or other microbes that you've ingested. Metabolites are substances necessary for metabolism. Well, you know, metabolites can also be waste products. So they don't say that here. It's interesting, but regardless, okay. They all have uh, essentiality in promoting good health, gut microbiome health. And, uh, you know, we know that so much of the gut brain connection. We talked about that yesterday with uh, Christine and Jamie over at Nutritional Frontiers, the gut brain connection as well, uh, that the benefits are not just in the gut. Uh, metabolic uh, production of uh, cholesterol, mental health issues, depression related, all of this stuff. Now, I've become over the years less concerned about 
taking probiotics, although occasionally I do. I still like the Dr. O'Hears I get from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com, but recognizing it's about a multifactorial, multi-strain approach that it's not just about one or two or three things. It's about everything living in some sort of a, 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 a harmonious balance, for lack of a better way to say it at the moment. And that when we upset that balance, then we have what we call is a dysbiotic growth, an overgrowth of one or two or three, some, some number of other things, or even a change in what is there, whether it comes from the outside or it's changing from within as the bacteria basically express new proteins, new DNA to change their form in the face of threats to their very existence. That is antibiotics or glyphosate. It alters the home for the microbiome. So the microbiome shifts as well. And so when people say, I'm going to throw in the good guys, they often neglect to say, well, what kind of home do the good guys live in? If we throw the good guys into a home that they're not familiar with or can't survive in, maybe they'll just pass right through if you're lucky, but maybe they will just situate themselves and express new DNA for themselves or store DNA in another way and then become another infectious problem for you. So the point that I'm trying to relate here is that the key to this is not so much what you put in, but the home for it. And if you do put some good stuff in, if the home is right, you'll succeed much more readily than if it's not, obviously. And of course, the probiotic strain, it's not about how many colony forming units you have of one, two or three species. It's about that getting close enough to that balance, if you will, some way, shape or form. So how do we restore the gut, the home, the silver aloe gut recovery protocol? What else do we do? The can jest repurposes or resituates the purpose, if you will, in, in a positive way of the stomach, the liver, the gallbladder, the intestines, the entire tract, the small intestine, large intestine, colon, all of that. And of course, the chromium works with the pancreas to function properly as well. So all of these minerals are necessary. Often they're not available or bioavailable because the, the gut has been so decimated and destroyed. Then we come back to copper, also now reducing inflammation and helping restore connective tissue integrity along with another mineral like silica. So there are things that we can say strategically are critically important. If we put them in the right form, we can see the correction. Question is with Omar, how, you know, he did a lot of things. Some would say almost everything. You called it a kitchen sink, but how long did he do it? Did he do it strategically? I don't know. I'd have to find that out. And, you know, sometimes you realize it's not just about throwing everything in, but it's about strategically putting things in that, you know, will help restore metabolic functions or restore the terrain so that all these things come back into working order because the intelligence of your body created by God knows what to do if you give it what it needs and remove from it or help remove from it that which it doesn't. Pretty basic. Efficiency, toxicity. Break the cycle of both and you're on the way to living a healthier, happier, and longer life outside of getting hit by a bus and who knows you know, when that time is your time, like when the cow falls on your head from the sky, super Don really loved that story. You know, that guy, that was just his time. There was no other way to argue that. Yes. The, the man in India who was peeping on a train track yeah, and got killed by a flying cow. You're right. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to say about that? It was his yeah. time. Right. Not like the people dying at hospital protocols. I, you know, I'd like to think it wasn't their time, but they're, they're also serving a purpose. Like, with Patty and her husband, what he's, she's doing for him on, on for the sake of his memory that he didn't die in vain, like Scott share is doing with grace and, and many others. So thank you all for being here. Thank you for supporting those folks that are doing extraordinary work. And we look forward to seeing you at one or any, or all of these events coming up. Please say thanks to our 
Uh, sponsors like Nutritional Frontiers use the code RSB15, get 15% off, even on sale items, except the thing they mentioned yesterday that was 25% off. That one, he says you're not double dipping on that. But that's a special thing that uh, I think through Weiner Wellness. That was I, the exception to the rule. Yeah, but most everything else, cool, no problem, including the CBD they have. Um, Folium products, foliumpx.com, RSB10, uh, get 10% off on those. And, of course, Trinity School of Natural Health, cranking it up for body, mind, and spirit healing. Thank you to Leslie for being on board today. If you guys want to stick around a few more minutes, we'll do some uh, bonus round. If there's anything I missed, you got questions or comments in the chat room, you want to add anything in, do it now, and we'll see you in 60 seconds or less because the power to heal is yours. All right, what's up, my brothers and sisters? What's happening? Anything going on? Give a shout-out, man. Our numbers jumped up on Rumble all of a sudden. What, were we on the front page of Rumble again? We might be. We might be. Awesome. People are like, what the heck is this show? Gonna rumble. Gotta rumble. Thank you all for being here. Who what the heck are you? About Say hello. Here. Sign up for the newsletter at robertscottbell.com while you're at it, or text RSB to 22828, the number 22828 in your text field, and then send RSB. Why would they want to do that? Because they'll uh, be plugged into the, uh, the message of health, freedom, and healing liberty whenever Super Don sends out a newsletter. Mm-hmm. Upcoming events, special offers, deals, and education galore. Curating news, the news of the day. Story. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get, get more of those out. I'm trying. What is this message from Connie? Uh, cardio miracle, question mark, or eating for type, question mark, more meat, fish, or greens, question mark. I need herp. I think help herp herp. No, you don't need herp. You need help. Take away too much stuff. Herp. Take away too much stuff. Oh, gotcha. Take away too much stuff. Yeah. That happens like Omar, you know, it's like how much do you take and all of it could be good, but is it, um, sequential, you know, is it, uh, considering what you've got going on? There's a lot of things that you can take, but if you don't address the absorbability, the similability, if you will, of the, the, the GI tract and, uh, the, also the, the function and role of the liver, all of these things you can do in concert and it's not too complicated, but yet there are a million voices out there and I am all for having a hundred million voices out there. Now, some of you will go, well, that's even more confusing, Robert. Why would you want that? Because I would rather tend to the, uh, I guess I'm going to say this loosely, the difficulties of too much freedom than <laughs> the difficulties associated with slavery of any kind, mild to severe. And of course, if they own you or pretend they own you, they tell you what you can put in your body, what you can't, what you can know, what you can't know. And I know there's in the marketplace of ideas, there's a lot of ideas out there. And I would ask and encourage you, and that includes you, Connie, to get into quiet, prayerful meditation or contemplation on these issues as well. Because as much as it can be a mental construct, you know, to learn and research and educate your mind, Ultimately, what is beyond the mind is the guidance from God. That is my belief system. How you perceive it may be different, but getting comfortable with that level of communication, intuitive or otherwise, can help you navigate this. Now, a show like mine, I hope, also will provide some clarification or clarity when you ask questions like that of, you know, what is most critically important? How can I, let's say, not confuse myself and start over a little bit at a time and then you bring up the issue like of cardio miracle. And it's hard for me to argue against that as a baseline. Now, the more you learn about the criticality of blood flow, for instance, and, and circulatory health and oxygenation and nutrients as well. And as Judy Mikevitz and Tracy Straup argue, 
Uh, and they're brilliant, brilliant people. Uh, the combination of the cardio miracle and the proline greens, proline greens from nutritional frontiers is like foundational. And again, we can always throw more things into the mix, but to start somewhere, sometimes you just got to start somewhere. Kind of like our baseline for years uh, with not a docs protocols, the basic three selenium, chromium, silica. Why? Because those are the three most critical uh, deficiencies. Are they the only ones? No, but sometimes if you hit those critical ones, you'll see such metabolic benefit that you begin to open up and go, Hey, maybe this nutritional stuff in the right form, in the right way is extraordinarily powerful. And now you'll open up to maybe I should do some whole food magnesium, you know, or the can just, or the missing link. You know, these are the things that will open up if it's too much to consider doing all of those things at once. And I hear that all of the time. I have a lot of things that I take on a regular basis because I've concluded not only from an intellectual perspective that I'm needing and they're needed, but they are benefiting me and my function. And super D, you know, i talk about getting my old age diseases out of the way first, zero to 24 years of age. I was chronically ill, right. made a switch to go to organic and begin to mineralize and detoxify and on and on it went. And, it, and I haven't looked back to say, man, that was a horrible choice to make. It was only what else do I have to learn to refine this, to be at, you know, I'm at the gym this morning uh, with the people there and, doing my workout there, you know, again, I'm asking them for extra help to get me to the yellow zone. Right. So they have a trainer led round and, and I was like struggling to get up to the yellow zone. So I had uh, another trainer, Tim, I'm like, Tim, I gotta, you gotta get me the yellow zone. It's like tip me. I said, I've got some silver and copper for you. No problem. And then he, he worked me out harder, of course, to get to that yellow zone. Uh, a lot of kicking. I need to do a lot of kicking to get there, get my heart rate up at that, that level. But it's so efficient that uh, it's pretty amazing. And then, you know, at the end of the thing, you know, they're talking to people that had already gone through the workout or just starting. It's like, how old are you again? <laughs> you know, they're like, so that comes up. It's like, it's a great question. I don't mind saying it then. I'm like, yep, I'm 57 and proud of it, considering how sick I was early on in my life. But that's what motivates me. If you've never been sick like I was, you might go, what's the point? It's not that important. But if you have, you might consider it is, and you might make what you consider initially to be sacrifices. But if I look at the choices I made super D in my life to sacrifice all the fast food I ate, the fat, easy stuff and all of that to what I do now, I'm like, was it really a sacrifice or was it really the most amazing choice to make to feel as good as I do most of the time? Granted, you know, coming off of these trips, sometimes I can feel like dog squeeze occasionally. That's the joke. Dog or, squeeze. I know your favorite combination of words. Don't uh, Google dog squeeze, whatever you Whatever do. you don't Google that. Don't but Google it. Just basically not feeling great, top of the world. That can happen to any of us. But if it's just due to what you've done in an acute scenario, I've exhausted myself beyond my what I should have. I didn't rest enough or whatever. You know that. You recover. Take the time down recover. You pay for it a little bit. But for the most part, like I said, to feel good is something that is wonderful, especially if you know what it's like to feel bad. And many of you do. And that's why you're here as well, to learn and to help others to do better as well. So thank you for being here uh, in that regard. So what is this? Uh, Ron A. Hey, Ron A. Heads up. There is a new Librard group. Are you saying Libtard group? I don't understand what you're saying. Librard group or Librand group pushing their agenda through the local health departments to the schools. They're selling their grants to eat healthier. They achieve this not by eating any meat, being climate aware and all inclusive. Lots of strings to this money with pennies on the dollar to the children. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So, you know, there, there's going to be money flowing in for eat bugs. We know that. <laughs> yeah 
I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. So okay. Connie says, I have a bad gut. Don't eat and utilize protein well. Down to 101 pounds, 5'3", at, at 78 years old on limited income. I must get answers. Thank you, Robert. I have long followed Ty Bollinger after meeting him and his family here in Montana. Also, my hands are normally cold. Well, there you go. Cardio Miracle and Canjest in that case. Canjest is a powder. It's made in Idaho, not far from you in Montana. A uh, company from Alta, A-L-T-A, Alta Canjest. You can get it through choosetobehealthy.com. You get a big tub. Get a few tubs of it because instead of this little teeny tiny little whatever cup thing, I don't know whatever it is, a spoon, use a level teaspoon and activate it in warm water, Connie, and drink it down three, maybe even four times a day. It'll help with the stomach. It'll help with the, the entire intestinal tract. It'll help with the liver, the gut, all of that. And that will help you to digest and produce uh, adequate sp- uh, acid as well in your stomach for the proteins. And that, of course, comes back to magnesium as well. So I do a mega food magnesium because it's the whole food form. And I get that from Jonathan, choosebehealthy.com. And I use one to two tablets at night, one to two tablets in the morning, depending on my needs. If you're cramping up, maybe go, go for two tablets. And there's, a, there's topical forms of magnesium too as well. Gallbladder, literally the entire digestive system. That's right, Leslie. Leslie calls it dirt tea. Dirt tea, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie says, our local Liberty Group got the acceptance of this grant rejected in our five-county area yesterday. It only took nine of us. Great job, Ronnie. Way to go. Now, now these kids are not going to be able to eat bugs. Thanks a lot, Le. Aww. <laughs> right? Let them eat bugs. Hmm. So are there any comments on Rumble that I can't see that you can see because you can monitor? No comments on Rumble today. Zero okay. comments. A lot of people, people checking watching, it out. Checking it out. Okay. Welcome yeah. to check it out. Glad you're here. Yeah. Indeed. What else is going on in your so world? So if you're just now tuning in on Rumble, which looks like a bunch of people did, uh, make yeah. sure you go back and listen to because we're... Yeah, it's a two-hour-plus show. We, we do start the at noon uh, Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Eastern time. Yeah, and, and it's a, an official show, heavily scripted, a lot of monotony, monotone, no emotions, no passion, nothing interesting. Zero nothing humor. Weird, no humor at all. Very and uh, sometimes we even interview people that are boring completely yes. no not at all Thought the opposite of what i just said and then after our two-hour show we go into this what you were doing now bonus round which is a lot loose so it's like whatever you guys have questions or comments it's gonna or anything on super don's mind whatever's going on we just cover it informally or, or let's say less formally because you can see i'm dressed very formally today got one of mine it's so good to have t-shirt weather although it's going to get a little bit cooler again soon but i won't complain it won't snow. I think we're in the 60s today. Yeah. We, we got down to the 50s a couple of days ago and it rained and we're moving back. We're moving on up. <laughs> moving on up in the temperature realm. That's right. Upcoming events, Red Pill Expo. We're just going to be adding that Des Moines, Iowa, August 12th through 13th. G. Edward Griffin. Uh, and then we also have, um, well, gosh, uh, the Cancer Control Society's annual event. Uh, I can't. Labor Day weekend. Uh, and that'll be in Glendale, California. Memorial Day weekend coming up is going to be St. Louis with the Advanced Medicine Conference. Did you reach out to Batar to get Not the yet, uh, no. discount code or activate it? We need to because people I are going to want to buy that. tickets. I could shoot him an email. Okay, yeah. Make sure he activates whatever it is. We think it's RSB, but I think Lori tried to use it and it didn't work. So I know that they're actively selling tickets for the event. And I think you'll have options to be there or watch it online as well. So, and I think there are deals where you can get special discounts if you get all four years 
of, of presentations. There's some amazing things that were presented over the four years of this thing. So we were meeting every year right through COVID. We never stopped. Even though the governor of North Carolina didn't want us to do it, we beat him back. We won. That's the kind of thing we do here. We don't take no easily. Don't take it lying down, especially when you're doing the right thing. All right. Three, two, one. Emailed. Cool. Thank you. All right. So with that, I don't have anything else unless there's anything else coming through the chat room today. It was a good Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, Super Don TMB Ty Bollinger said he's sorry he couldn't make it today. He's so snowed under prepping the new uh, docuseries called Remedy, yep. which I've got to do some taping for soon as well. Let's look at what we got coming up uh, here in the next little bit here as far as guests go. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. tomorrow I was surprised to see this. Steve Deese is going to be on. We've yeah. never had Steve Deese on. The, you know who he is? I know of him, but I, he's a talk show host. Yeah. He, he, um, I think he's on the blaze now. Oh, cool. But he, he used to be, uh, he used to have a nationally syndicated show. I think, I think Salem, uh, okay. uh picked him up at one point back in the day, like years ago. Hmm. Um, and so I know of him, but, uh, he's a, he's a conservative talk show host. I think he worked on, uh, Ted Cruz's, uh, presidential campaign. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be an interesting conversation for sure. I don't know what specifically uh, he's got going on at the moment, but he'll be on tomorrow. Uh, then we've got Julie Wentz on on uh, Friday, freedom-healthcare.us. Okay. Then we've got Dr. Berzin. Or no, no, excuse me. That's, that's somebody else. Never yeah. Mind. What do we got here? We've got Bolden again on Friday of next week. Excellent. Paul Baratieri will, will be back on uh, oh, Tuesday the 16th. Paul, it's been a while. Echo Technologies. Uh, so we'll have updates on that. Bring your questions on hydrogen and all the stuff he does. Yeah. So I, I just sent you uh, my friend Tracy Straub, who I mentioned, naturopath. She's great. She's uh, given us a little poster theme meme for Mother's Day a little in advance. I know we're early, but uh, if you can put this up on screen, it made me chuckle. Do people chuckle anymore? Or do they just have to LOL it? <laughs> Chucklehead. <laughs> uh, hold on here. Mm-hmm. My brain is. This is a mother's message to all go. you kids out there. All right. We're going over to Skype. Mm-hmm. Where we're going to show this. Whenever my kids. Oh, wait. Can you Put see it? Put it up. Put it up on screen. Oh, you couldn't see it. Here. No, I, I can see it. Whenever my kids say I love you, I always respond, I love you more. Because life is a competition and they need to know their mother will always win. <laughs> that's just <laughs> that's funny. I love that. That's very uh, cute. Oh man. Way to go, moms. Good job. Yeah. If you have questions, um, uh, let's see. Connie, where do you get can just choose to be healthy.com? Choose to be healthy.com. Use the code RSB5. Many of the things we talk about here, the 100% whole food nutrients, nutrition formulas, we get from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. If you go to our website, robertscottbell.com, there's a banner on the right-hand side. You can just click on that. Mm -hmm. RSB5 is the discount code. Yep. Yep. All right. Yes, Cardio Miracle is better than Cardio whatever 911 is. Uh, Yeah, no doubt. Those are the two. 
Start there and get you, yourself back in working order there, Connie, and you can get back to us on that. Yes, thank you, Leslie, for putting that in for Connie, choose to be healthy.com website. And it is a wonderful Wednesday. It is. Let's see. We want to get call and place an order. Yeah, there is a, a toll-free number, 866-424-1077. 866-424-1077. You can also leave us a message. Sometimes you want to hear your voice played back on the air. We can do that. We can even do live phone calls, but we haven't really done that much. You, I thought the funny one we did, an interesting one, was um, that health food store in Minnesota. Yes. Right? That had was been a fan of the show. and That was a special a special uh, situation there. Yeah. But you can call us in, at 866-939-BELL. Yes. Yeah. I won't get you on the show live, but yeah. you can leave you can us leave a message. message. Yeah. yeah. Live, yeah. live phone calls are... We haven't set up the... Uh, AMA for this month, May, which is, True. I think we owe them a Saturday day this time. Yes. Uh, let me look at the calendar here. Do we have a Saturday that's open? Uh, the 27th is what? No, that's good Lord. The 27th. You're out of town on, on the 20th. Mm -hmm. What the heck? I've got the Morgellons group on the 13th. We could do this Saturday, but that's short notice. That's very short notice to do an AMA. We just did the AMA last but week. But you know what? The thing is, is if you're a member of Patreon, you're going to be available on Saturday or not, right? So we could do it this Saturday. Hmm. The 27th isn't available for you? Well, I'll be at the uh, uh, Advanced Medicine Conference. Oh, uh, that's not on the calendar. You're right. Yeah, it needs to be there. Because Memorial oh, Day. was that 26, 29th. 27th, 28th? Uh, it's 27, 28, 29. Oh, that's an interesting way to do it. Yeah. Well, it's Memorial Day. It's right through Memorial Day, halfway through. Okay. Um, and Michael Bolden's on the 26th, and that's a travel day, so I need to record with Michael that week. So, Michael Bolden, if you're listening, we need to coordinate a pre-record for uh, that Friday the 26th because I think I'm flying out that day. My daughter's graduation is that week, so it's going to be a crazy week that week. Okay, we'll have to re-meet re or meet again, talk about the AMA for this month. Okay. When we could pull it off. I'm, Maybe I'm like, we'll uh, we'll do that thing where we do another Monday instead. We might have to do a weekday and then do a Saturday in, in, yeah. in June. That's possible, yeah. All right, we'll consider it. Consider it, y'all. Homeschool graduation this Saturday, the 6th for Leslie. Homeschoolers graduation. Very cool. Right. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for hanging out with us for a little bonus round. Who's going to be in Idaho? Steve Deese is on Blaze Radio every day at noon. DJ Katie says he, she knows Steve Deese, and he will be in Idaho at the Boise Conference. So I'll see. Yeah, that's right. Steve Deese will be there. So we can talk about the event tomorrow we on the air, too. Perfect. That'll be great. He's got some yeah. stories to tell, too. Yeah. Well, so I'm looking forward to having him on. So. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks for being here. God willing, we'll be on less than 22 hours from now once again. What is this? Jam 5 a.m.? 5 a.m.? What? Are you kidding me? You won't, You wouldn't want to see me at 5 a.m. In what time zone are you talking about? <laughs> uh, no 5 a.m. AMAs. Yeah, not going right. to happen, especially on a day. Five a.m. in Australia, then the, yeah. that's fine. We can do that. Yeah. All right, y'all. Right. Thank you for being here, making us laugh as well. We appreciate you. See, look, you're laughing. Mm -hmm. 
It's good. It is a good thing. It's good. All right, guys. Thanks for for uh, hanging out with us today. We will be back tomorrow with Steve Deese and the news of the day. We'll see you then. All right.